When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Remember now, your destiny will always benefit others, glorify God, and impact his kingdom. If it's not doing that, it's not a destiny, it's a job or something else. Now you may be crying today, but don't think that's how it's going to be when you wake up tomorrow. Not when God has jumped into the situation. Because your shepherd knows how in the midst of a bad situation to take care of his own. And somebody here can testify how when things didn't look good, God showed up and made a way out of no way even when you were in an adversarial situation. Somebody ought to be ready to talk to God. Somebody ought to be ready to find out what God has to say and throw it back up in his face because a lot of the stuff you're asking for has already been pre-approved. It's just that in the spiritual realm, there is the attempt to block it. But if you will persevere and specifically throw it back in God's face, he'll send the help needed to break it through so that you see it revealed in the physical realm. God can wipe tears away. He can turn pain into pleasure. He can turn sadness into joy. You got a train to catch because you got a destiny to reach. And you're not going to waste any more time not living out your destiny. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the scripture says he will raise up a standard against them. When God sees that you're falling and you're not going to make it, he swoops down out of nowhere and catches you by his grace and lifts you out of that situation. It's called divine intervention. What he's trying to say is that the Lord is your shepherd. He got you. And you are covered. Listening to the Rick and Bubba Show. To prepare for this, tripping in the world could be dangerous. Everybody circling his vultures, negative, nepotism. Everybody waiting Eight for minutes the past the hour. Everybody Welcome in. It's another time. edition Everybody of the Rick and Bubba Show. Kick off our live with the good time, gang. What's up? We got a lot to look forward to today. Will Amit has not spun, uh, so we got to be looking for that. And a first time guest today on the Rick and Bubba Show. Guys are excited. They'll have SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey on the show today via Zoom. That'll happen in a couple of hours. RBU this week is uh, with longtime friend and three-on-a-string member Brad Ryan. Uh, and if you uh, like the Rick and Bubba jingle and you can't get it out of your head uh, all day long, you have Brad Ryan to thank for that. Uh, so we'll have a good time with him on RBU today. Uh, make sure that you're standing by for that. That'll hit Saturday morning, so set all of your podcast notifications uh, to uh, be in the loop. Make sure that you subscribe and like as well. So 
that's there for you. A lot happening, so let's get to it. Uh, over to my right, it is Mr. Greg Burgess and Michael Helms. What's up, boys? How are y'all? What Gentlemen. Up? What up? What up? What up? Hey, hey. Everybody fired up for another day? Sure. Yeah. I'm a, I, there's a couple of shirts that Greg's been wearing lately that I really like, oh, and yeah. I want to go get them, but then I've got then I've turned around and bought what Greg's bought, and we and might so, accidentally wear them. Wear them so same now, time. if it's a staff shirt, you get a pass. Mm-hmm. But that's one of them. Mm. You like that? That one in that Under Armour golf shirt that you wear. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm. Checking out what Greg's. You want to borrow them? You got a couple, Baldy. You what got if, a couple shirts I like too, but uh, but I I know you and I have similar styles when it comes to clothes, <laughs> so I don't think about it as much. And, th- and this one's lately come in my style, and I don't like it. <laughs> well, at you all. can borrow them. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Do you remember when you borrowed those shoes from me when we were waiters? Yes, yes and they were too big for me. <laughs> but you wore them anyway because you had to have them. You remember I, I got about you, that. You remember I gave you that purple shirt and you never wore it. I, that's not true. I did wear it. Oh, that's now, right. I uh, forgot about that. Very expensive hey, shirt. Amanda, I, washed his car I, with it. And I liked it. No, Amanda yeah, Amanda buddy. didn't like it and hey, tossed it. Hey, I really? gave it away. Yeah. You know what? I do the same thing. Blame it on your wife. That's what she did. I, it, not you know, because how can we prove it? You know, <laughs> hey, Amanda didn't like it. She gave it away. That's fine. She really did. That's I wore fine. it. I wore it a few times and she was like, You are not wearing that anymore. Have you ever bought something and you and, and then afterwards you wear it like one time? You're like, why'd I buy that? Yeah, you I do that a lot. That's what that was one for Definitely. me. Definitely, I, I just I, buy things a lot in general and think, why did I buy this? I bought that for Regents Tradition when yeah, I played. I remember that? And um, everybody, of course, this one right here, you know, had a little fun with it, so I didn't wear it anymore. Well, look, I mean, you were trying to look like a professional golfer. There's nothing wrong with well, that. Well, it's just a golf shirt. It's just, yeah, I, I, I mean, agree. I'm just, I, I don't it's find a good myself, quality golf shirt. I don't find myself wearing purple shirts much. No offense. This is, this and, is, and this that's, is a shade of purple. Excuse me? I guess it's a shade of purple. Yeah, th- this one was dark purple. Yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I, I think that's why I'm ended No offense like to purple teams and, yeah. and, and purple people. Yeah. but uh, Minnesota Vikings, you got a good look, but that's just not us. Yeah, that's that one you get away with it because it's got that. I don't know what you call that, but yeah, it's a. I don't know. That's comfortable. Very. I, comfortable I'm almost going to say like a washout, grayed out. You know. You want to wear it next? Second? I mean, good night. You want to sw- swap or something? Or another <laughs> day. You want to get in there with it? I don't know what it. I noticed clothes, and I'm not a big clothes guy. Like I wear the same exact. I've got two oh, pairs I, of pants, maybe way. three, and I've got like ten shirts I rotate. Yeah. Period. I'm saying. But I but I will compliment people on their clothes. I don't know. I think I need to stop doing this. The other day when I was at that tennis clinic thing, I told a guy, I said, I really like those shoes. And he, he it caught him I think it caught him like, off guard. Like, why is this guy complimenting my shoes? One-eyed. Was it no, guy, wasn't, it wasn't, wasn't one eyed Jack? It wasn't be one eyed Mark, actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow, impressive. Figured out his name. Impressive yes. that you can play with one eye. Um but he 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 said thank you, but I could tell it kind of caught him off guard. Like he said, thank you, I, get I, away. It was almost like get away. I don't even like these shoes. What are you talking about? Well, that kind of thing. Like that was almost shoes. the way. That was the tone he had. I don't <laughs> even like these. Why are you complimenting? <laughs> Did you like them funny ones Adler wore? The ones that look like clown shoes. I wouldn't wear them, but I didn't have a problem with them. Yeah. Mm. Okay, does that make sense? Yeah, I, I, I He can I pull it off. Sense. I can't. Makes I can't sense. pull that off. Yeah. Yeah. So wow. there's your fashion tips from from the kickoff hour. There you go. If you're wondering how what's going on. Um, yeah, let me ask y'all a question, or, or, um, and this is going to sound weird, so forgive me, uh, but are potatoes a big part of y'all's life? Yeah. yeah they are? Yeah. I mean, okay. if they left my life, I could survive, yeah, but you I could. do like a potato. All right, do you eat the skin? Starches are not no. too good for you. But you don't eat the skin? No. Have no. you ever? Yeah. No. I'll I eat it when it's cooked on it, like you got, um, you know, mm-hmm. when you cook it You're talking about a baked potato and yeah, then baked potato. No, no, no. What about when you were drunk? No. No? Okay. 
Um, I know people that peel the skin off and eat it. And I just can't oh, do they that. Love well, it. yeah, uh, I don't. Hey, we will. That's we the, will. Hey, you like these? But that's the best part. What but you it's doing? Not, but it's, it's not, not the, the best, best part. part. Hey, we'll have we'll have grilled chicken in, uh, in a baked potato in a I second. Love, at the I like a good. I baked mean, that's potato. A, that's a go to. Twice mean, we'll, bake. Yeah. Goodness Ooh, gracious. Oh my goodness. Come on with it. Uh, today's National Potato Day is why I'm asking. Okay. And it made me start thinking. Spud you know, day. baked potatoes are a big part of the Wilburn life. I mean, we we eat a lot. It is a go to if it, if like we don't want to cook and and make oh, a big meal. You go it's oven like, or microwave. Uh, in a it, quickly do it as microwave. Yeah, but. Something about yeah. the old traditional oven. It takes yeah. a minute. Yeah. But if you're just like, hey, here we go. Let's that air fryer this. helps. Yeah. Oh, does that bake them? <laughs> uh, yeah. I have not put a baked potato in an air fryer. I haven't done it. You have, Helmsy? No, I haven't. But Nothing okay. worse, but <laughs> Nothing worse say, than to cut your potato open. I, I hadn't found anything that, that you can't cook in the <laughs> Yeah, it's really I something mean, I hate to cut my potato open and get my fork and it sticks and it's hard on yeah, the Yeah, let's not do that. God, ain't done. Let's not do that. Uh, but we'll we'll do that and then we'll have some grilled chicken. Uh, and uh, plop that thing in there, and we'll have we'll have us one. And I have noticed that I'm eating more of the skin now. Mm. I don't, why? Well, I just feel like there's a lot wasted. I don't. I you don't know, eat the wasted. skin of the yeah. potato. I know it's been washed, but something yeah. about that's nasty. And you're trying to scrape all the potato off the skin. And you I can't know, get it all. But I just I've just never been one to eat the skin. I don't never. go that deep with it. I guess never have. Yeah, I don't either. Well, you leave a lot. I do. Yeah, I, I do. I don't. I don't. I don't clean now, my I, potato. I, I'll skin it down pretty good, <laughs> but you know. Yeah. <laughs> Potatoes come into my world about every third mm-hmm. day, yeah, in some form or fashion. I the, may have some this morning with breakfast. Terry I Wilburn will eat the skin. In a yeah, I know a lot way. of people. Amanda's the same yeah. way. I, I mean, I'm, I guess it's okay. I, I just mean, can't do it. There's going to be pieces. Well, Greg's best part. Uh, best part you're hey, missing out. It is. So you're telling me you. it tastes good. I, it's, I, best, I, it's, it's really good for you. Okay. <laughs> I, I, no, I, I, I'll say this. Say, I heard that. Y'all don't eat the skin. No, no. do not. I, I do. Look, I never eat the skin. That's the best part. Do y'all's mommies cut the crust off your sandwiches too? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Adler's mad at us. I just don't want to eat the skin. I, yeah. I just pictured the, the old dirty potato laying in the, in the potato field. I have you know, a feeling that some of your minions are upset with you right now. No, I just and never then, eat the, eat you the know, skin. Never have. I, I will leave in some. In fact, I, I'm mad at people that do. I mean, like in other words, if I have a baked potato... You know, I'm not going to have uh, a clean plate. There's going to be some left over, but I'll eat a lot of the skin. Oh, I get a lot. Of the, um, I'm going to have to work <clears throat> extra hard to get down to the skin. Mm-hmm. I, I don't leave a lot in the potato. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm pretty, and you sometimes do it like this and it'll fall out. Mm-hmm. Well, Adler's on y'all. Oh, Adler. Oh, well. He don't know. He don't know? He don't know nothing. Sorry, Ad. I will take a break. We'll come back. National Potato Day is why I'm asking. And, but it just made me start thinking about potatoes. We got a lot of potatoes at the house. We'll, we'll eat one in a second. I like a good old baked potato. Yeah, I like them sweet too. No, what if I don't eat? What those. if Greg? You don't had eat a, sweet potatoes? No, I don't like. I don't like. Oh, it's presentation. Yeah, That's I, don't like I need that. What if Greg was had that shirt on eating a baked potato? You couldn't take your eyes off of him, could you? <laughs> <laughs> One minutes, almost 22 minutes past the hour. It's the Rick and Bubba show. All right, Greg. So in the break, you said Lisa reached out to you and informed you that she eats the skin That's of the potato. That's what she said. I've never noticed that. I don't. I, I think she said she in her in her text. She said, "Honey, I'm more of a man than you are." Well, not those exact words, okay. but kind of. Yeah. 
She but I think she dabbles in it. I've never seen her eat that. But you're not. I'm talking about like pick up the skin and eat it. I've never seen that. Now, if you put a little steak sauce on it or something like that, right? I mean, we're not saying we eat a hot dog like a like a. I mean, a a potato like a hot dog. We just pick it up and eat it. Do you wad it up and put it all in your mouth? No, we're just saying if if there's a baked potato and it's open and and we're eating it like a baked potato, then we don't just leave the skin. Is all. I've never noticed her doing that. So, you, you, well, you're not very observant. We're going to have to put a stop to that. Would you obs- would you notice something like that? You think? Yeah, you I would? notice everybody that eats their potato skin. <laughs> if, you know, if I'm having to be at the table with them, yeah, I don't go so, around looking for it. I don't right. sneak up on people. Right. I don't ask them, "Are you going to eat that skin?" Yeah, I, I, I may I, start. I have noticed that if I'm out eating, like at a restaurant, back when we could do that a lot, um, I, I've noticed I, I ate less skin there. It's it's yeah, more of a just a, a little bit. Well, yeah, you don't want to, you know, Here tear it, it up. Comes. Here's how. <clears throat> this is Adler. This will help. This is how I do it. So you know those barbecue bakers at those barbecue restaurants? Oh, those are good. Just amazing. Bring it. How about They're a taco so- tater? You ever had one of them? Ooh. Ooh. Now that sounds good. Yeah. Struts. I've never heard. Even never even heard of that. Yeah. <laughs> Struts has um, got them. But these barbecue bakers, what I I, I know this is weird. But mm-hmm. I will take it. I'll get it to go. I'll take it home. I'll put the entire big old potato because sometimes they take like two potatoes and put them together to make oh, like wow. a mega potato, you yeah. know. Uh-huh. And it's like eleven dollars, and it's like ten pounds of food, and you're like, this is amazing. <laughs> but if you only eat out the middle, you don't get you don't get all the you nutrients. You don't get. Well, as I ain't much worried food. about that. I'm just talking about. Okay, you're not worried about nutrients. No, really. well, if you're worried about like, nutrients with potatoes, I'd stay away from the starch to begin with. Well, no, no, no. Oh, I like, don't uh, eat them every day. Yeah, it's, it's, it's okay. I mean, but you don't, you don't want to go too heavy on refined starches for sure. Um, and potatoes are generally, you know, they're a heavy starch. They right. are. Potatoes right. like you're a right. banana. Yeah. Some yeah. people say it's bad for you. Some people say it's good for you. Oh, a banana. If you say a banana is not good for you, you're crazy. There's, yeah. I've there's seen, people I've out seen, there. I've there's seen articles on it. Really, really, the starch in the potato is out for me. We're talking about the piece, of, the, the part of the potato. They claim the, the, the skin is the most... Oh, uh, the, 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 the I guess has the most nutrients in. Got it. Yes. 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 Well, we my point is, my point is, there's other to be healthy. Yeah. That that's the point. Yeah. I eat them because yeah. I like yeah. them. That's so the I t- entire. I take point. the really? whole thing. I Sweet put it. On, I take it home and I put it on a cutting board in my house. And I will chop oh. that thing to pieces. Chop it up. Stir it up. You got the like meat. Dirt. You got the cheese. <laughs> you got the skin. You got the starch. You got the bar- barbecue sauce. Just mix it all up. Just, wow. I get a mixing bowl. I'm like a witch with like a oh, with yeah. cauldron. Oh, wow. Just stirring it up, stirring it up. And then sometimes I'll add some more barbecue sauce, maybe a little bit more whatever here you and there. You got the skin all I'll chopped just up Just chop it, it all up in it, and I eat it. And it I is do a so lot of, good. The skin makes it's me think so of dirt. Good. It makes me think dirt. I'm well, the way dirt. he's doing it, though, you don't even know it's in there. It's, it's just, hey, I love doing it. Dirt, it's a potato I bowl. I love bowls. I do bowls all the time. With I things. do too. God, I love that. I'll right? eat out of a mixing bowl in a second. Erin hates it. <laughs> She's like, "You look ridiculous. <laughs> you are. You do mix up a lot of. Oh, I mix oh, everything. In the kitchen up. every every yeah. morning. See, I don't go that far. I just normally eat a potato and then I'll. I, I, but I won't eat the whole. I'll the whole start skin. saving my potato skins and bring them to. Yeah, come on. Will you bring them? Hey, next time you eat a potato, I want you to try a little bit of skin. I don't think I've ever eaten a potato. Eat a little bit of dirt. One time in my life. Eat some dirt. Will you go? Like eating dirt. Will you bring? Bring us dirt from your garden, Greg, too. To eat. You eat them little eyes that grow on potatoes? You eat them, too? No, you chop them off. Okay. You got to cut those off. <laughs> Just um, saying. And then uh, you got to wash them real good. You get yeah, less but dirt. you don't know who washed them if you didn't prepare them. Jim did, and Nick. <laughs> <laughs> they wash them real good. That's good. But that's just Jim my take Nick. on that's But my then take again, on it. bacon, it ought to kill whatever's yeah. on it. If you like dirt, eat it. Fine. I'm sure there's honestly probably some Have you good been stuff checked that, for worms? 
Greg. <laughs> no. Now we're there. No. See, see where it goes. ruin a food yeah. in, a in, a, in a second. By the way, while we're talking about just me being checked for bugs. Oh, oh wow. That's Have you ticked? I have a story. I got. I got a story for the big show. You got head lice. Yeah. You do. I got you got head lice now. I don't have head lice, Greg. Ooh, body lice, worse. Scabies. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I I ran. I, I had all, all those. Those were all thoughts of mine. Oh um, no, those, you're hitching. Chiggers. My, <laughs> what about that, chiggers? That was a thought. That oh, was a right. thought. Everybody gets no Sam. Yeah. I I actually have a pretty big story for the show to tell you guys about. Oh, no. So I'll wait till the big show if that's all right with uh-huh. you. Yeah, if you think you're too good. About a tick on you. You're too good to be in here with us. That's fine. That's fine. I, I eat potato skins. I'm kind of uppity. You yeah, know? I know about it. I chop High class. Mm-hmm. I chop them up. You don't know they're there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so but I'm going to put that down over here. It is the worst. Adlers eat up with bugs. Uh, is I, that how you may put it? I hate bugs so much, mm-hmm. and this is the worst bug experience I've ever had in my entire you life. You ate a roach. No, no, I, I played no, no. on the best of the last time we were off. That time that giant roach crawled across your back. Yes, <laughs> while I was sleeping. Yes. Oh, while I was sleeping, that's uh-huh. the worst. Yeah, gosh, <laughs> you thought maybe you dreamed it, and then you saw him. Right. I have decided that <laughs> if I could, yeah, 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 yeah. I like try to convince oh, was myself. A dream. Oh, that was just my hair falling down my back weirdly and slowly, but it wasn't. <laughs> no. It was a bug. <laughs> But guys, I've I've decided that I think if I could get rid of anything, if I had to choose between COVID and bugs, I would choose bugs. Really? I, I almost. I'm almost there. Okay. Almost Is it any so crawling insect at, at all, or just bugs in general, flying, crawling? I'm done with, I'm done with bugs. Okay. Okay. I bug feel story. about I feel about bugs the way that Greg feels about potato skin. Okay. okay. It sounds <laughs> like it's bugs that they've somehow. Got on him and yeah, violated yeah, him. Too, right. so I can't wait. Y'all aren't ready for this. I yeah. mean, it's it's it's, it's been what? a tough time. It's okay. Been a tough okay. Time. Yeah. All right. So we were on the back porch, uh, breezeway, whatever, sitting out last night. Got dark, so you can't see. I mean, we're just sitting out there talking, and then and so you can't really see. It's not lit at all. So we're just kind of sitting there talking. Got the moonlight, and that's about it. And all of a sudden, Terry goes, "Oh!" And she she like like <laughs> like hits her shoulder like there's a bug on her. And I'm sitting right beside her, and she clearly knocks it on me. And then you start screaming, you know, and, like, then, and, like and, and then I'm like, yeah. what was that? She's like, it was a bug. And I said, well, did you throw it over here on me? Well, I had to get it off of me. I said, so is there a bug on me? She said, I don't know. But she said, it was big. It crawled down my neck. And I'm like, so you just slung it off on me. So before I know it, I'm up try, it? trying to do that. I don't know what it was. <laughs> no, it was there. I needed closure on what it was that she, she like just slung over on me and it lands right here on your neck. Quick, yeah. quick side bug story. I was mowing the lawn uh, this past weekend. A leaf landed on my arm, and I freaked out. I thought it was a bug. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> just I slap knew, your uh, arm. I know the neighbors saw me like freak out, <laughs> and I just like had to like sh- visibly shake my head, like oh that was stupid, and yeah. keep going. It's like oh, I, it's like when you trip over nothing, you have to look yeah. back and yeah. look at it. It was that situation. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. So I can't wait. I'm putting bug that down story. for the big Joe today. Helms, you of all the bugs you named, it was in the list that you named. Oof. Oh no! We'll, we'll come back. And none to of them are good. No, no, no. Some of them are worse. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'll let y'all. I'm, I'm sorry for jumping in here. I, I interrupt y'all. No, you're fine. We, yeah. But I do eat potato skin, so that makes me better than y'all. Yeah. Twenty-five minutes till top of the hour. We thank you so much for being with us here on the kickoff hour, uh, and we thank you for participating as always. You can go to rickandbubba.com, click on contact, email any of us. 
Uh, you can also uh, follow the show and individual members on social media. Just go to rickandbubba.com. All the links there are on the homepage. Upcoming events, uh, Raleigh Auto Parts upcoming events, it's there for you too. Uh, the store's got all the Rick and Bubba merchandise, so it is the home of Rick and Bubba, rickandbubba.com. A little bit later in the show today, SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey will be on the show for the first time. He has not uh, been on the Rick and Bubba show, like not like straight-up interview. Here he is calling in, Zooming, whatever. So that'll be a first, and we'll um, have a good time with him. Uh, a little bit later on today, we'll record Rick and Bubba University with Brad Ryan. Uh, and if you uh, know this uh, theme right here, uh, you'll uh, learn uh, that Brad Ryan had a lot to do with that, and we'll uh, discuss that growing up. I know the families knew each other, Greg. Uh, oh, and, yeah, we've uh, always kids. Been lifelong friends, and he's, uh, of course, a member of Three on a String, so a lot to discuss there. Uh, and he's also uh, the um, the storyteller of She Commenced to Shaving, yeah. uh, if you know that best of bit. Uh, so a lot to discuss with Brad Ryan today on Rick and Bubba University the podcast that will hit Saturday morning. Uh, Adler just told us he has a bug story uh, that will be for the main show today, and the Willamette could spin, so that's all there for you. Um, All right, so a real quick, uh, I guess, news update, sports update. Yesterday, around the same time, I guess, we were talking about the Detroit Tigers uh, uh, team of uh, broadcasters gotten some heat yesterday. The color um, commentator, Jack Morris, former player and uh, now part of the Detroit Tigers broadcasting crew, uh, was in trouble because uh, Shohei Osaki uh, was um, – what did I just say? Osani. Osani. That's it. I mean, it's Ohani. You said Osaka. Shohei, oh, okay. Okay, yeah, I don't know why I said that. I was just going it's off Ohani. memory. Shohei. Shohei Ohani. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Uh, anyway, he was. We were talking in your defense. We were talking about Osaki though. Yeah, other that's day, what or it was. Osaka. However yeah. you say that one. Um, and we, um, yeah, I don't know why I combined all those two. I have no idea, yeah. and probably need to be studied. You um, probably need to put on <clears throat> suspension with Jack Morris. Well, that's the update. Uh, he has been now suspended for I, by the Detroit I, Tigers on his comment uh, that he made, and we broadcast yesterday when he was talking about uh, saying, "Be very, very careful." Uh, they said that he said it in an Asian ass- so accent. So he must be suspended. Yeah. Is that what we're saying? Yeah. Unreal. He's suspended. Guys, I, I, we we are the biggest bunch of puds. We really are. Ever lived. How about this? Let's say you are offended by it. Work through it. So what? I put, okay, I'm offended. You know what? I don't like Jack uh, Morris anymore. I don't want to listen to him. I don't like him. So that's fine. That's your, you know, but, but as far as, A, I got to apologize. And then at B, now we're going to suspend me. What what is the big deal? Oh, this is going to really. There's make no mad. law against being a jerk. If I don't think it was a jerk, but if you do no. think it was, there's no law against it. What does it matter? But on the scale of things that are going on in this world, and we see a lot of it. I mean, my goodness, um, this we're worried about this. We even care. Valley Sports Detroit. persevere. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They have come out and made an announcement. They say we are extremely disappointed with the remarks that. Uh, analyst Jack Morris made during last night's Tigers game, the network said in a statement. Jack has been suspended indefinitely from the Tigers broadcast and will undergo bias training to educate you on the impact of his comments. (laughs) We must must reprogram you. Influence in a diverse community. We have zero tolerance policy for bias and discrimination and deeply apologize for the offensive remarks. He didn't. He or didn't insensitive, say, I should say. He didn't say Japanese people shouldn't play baseball. He didn't do anything like that. The guy was making a joke. Um, 
Of course, his, his number was retired by the Tigers after he was elected well, need to, to the National Baseball Hall of Fame. The organization issued a statement as well regarding this situation. And, so uh, they had to they had to make a statement yeah, because Detroit, he's in the Hall of Fame. Now the Detroit Tigers saying? have made a statement. They say, well, we take immense pride in honoring the diverse cultures that make up our players, Wait. coaching staff, front office, fan base, and community. We are deeply disappointed by the comments made by Jack Morris during the broadcast last night. We fully support Valley Sports Detroit's decision uh, and their ongoing commitment to ensure that all personnel are held to the highest standards of personal conduct. Yeah, that's rough what he did, y'all. Unreal. That's terrible. I don't know how the man's even allowed to – I think they ought to lock him up, put him in jail. I mean, that's unreal. I mean, what he did was inexcusable. Are you kidding? Now we got former teams that he played for apologizing. What's that guy? Because they're scared. Somebody's going, hey, y'all retired his number. Y'all retired. Did you hear him make that Asian crack? Come on. Everybody Um, needs to lighten the crap up. Yeah, they really do. It's 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 really. I, I think sad. we need to go back where everybody makes fun of everybody. Guys, I, I, Jack Morris apologized. He did it very well. Okay, if you want, and I think that wasn't necessary. But at least he I did. don't. I don't but either. I don't either. I, but I he it. did. Okay, and he didn't do anything. That goodness. And um, if, if for those of you, let's just be fair. You know, you might you might, you know I missed yesterday's show. What are you talking about? Uh, here is what he said, and then the apology on air. Take a listen. Oh, it's just canceled me. Hold on, guys. Well, we have canceled. a little. Do you know why? We have a little cancel. He was even canceled the playback. <laughs> now, what do you do with Shohei Otani? Be very, better careful. Shohei Otani is coming to the plate, and uh, it's been brought to my attention, and I sincerely apologize if I offended anybody, especially anybody in the Asian community, for what I said about pitching and being careful to uh, Jose or uh, Shohei Otani. I did not intend for any offensive thing, and I apologize if I did. Certainly Done. respect and have the utmost respect for this guy. Done. 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 There you go. That's Done. Okay. Hey, got it, Jack. So that's it. it, it you apologize yeah. for it. Yeah. And you obviously are, you know, you're not a, a horrible it. person. Can, can I just say this? No one has pointed this out. I've not heard this one thing, and I'll probably get in trouble for saying this. Oh, no. What he said was actually a compliment. To Shohei. To be very careful. Yeah. If you're if you're, you're right. gonna pitch right. to Shohei, you better be careful. Yeah. Because he's gonna launch his fortieth home run right. up in the stands. Yeah. It was a compliment. That's I've never thought of it that way, but you're right. It's how he the said it. Was going, you better look out. Uh, That's hey, how he almighty. said it, guys. It's not what he said, it's how he said it. Well, I'm sorry. Um, of course, Again, all the complaints coming from TV viewers and social media. It's all they social. had to it's tell the fake world. We they had to tell in. everybody to be offended. I wonder. Golly. I truly wonder if if they would have just ignored it, or or just after the apology left it alone, who would have really cared? Why do we think we have to? Not go? a soul. Nobody right. would Not have a been. Soul. And and if they were, they would have been so such a small portion. Why do you even care what they think? I don't you know, know the man. He's never been in trouble for anything like this, or any, like, like I'm acting like he did something wrong. Right? I don't know. It's ridiculous. It if really I see is. him, I tell him to stick it. How would you? I'm what sure, would you I'd say? Stick it. All right. Um. <laughs> also, I uh, saw what Freddie Freeman hit for the cycle second time in his career yesterday. They swept the Marlins. It's pretty cool if you love the Braves. Uh, and then the Yankees swept the Red Sox. So that's a little bit of Major League Baseball for you. Um, Nebraska. Back to college football. Tiny Scott here. Be very careful. Um, they're they claim. I mean, there's there's reports they might be in trouble here. Uh, they're being investigated for NCAA violations, and head coach Scott Frost is also under investigation. 
Uh, they say that they participated in off-campus uh, practices uh, and used analysts and consultants during the summer pandemic when there was rules stating that you could not get together and be practicing. Um, the university uh, athletic department had to come out yesterday with a joint presser uh, with Coach Frost and make a statement. Uh, and Coach, Coach, Frost, Coach Frost said, hey, look, whatever I did was approved by my superiors and has hired his own personal attorney. Uh, but uh, ESPN said the NCAA has already spoken to Coach Frost and uh, currently former staff members as well on what might have happened. Uh, the investigation includes Nebraska's uh, use of analysts and consultants running special teams drills. Uh, analysts are not among the 10 full-time on-field assistants and were not allowed to speak with the players but were used. And Action Sports says they actually have video confirming that practices uh, were in violation and that Coach Frost was present with other assistants off campus. When, and they, they said they also heard him. He did actually use an Asian accent while telling yeah, the, what if, Well, he'd really be in trouble. He'd be canceled. Yeah. Might as well quit. Um, these but are, These are the kind of things that I wish the NCAA would just go away. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I was waiting to hear. Oh, That'd scandal. I was waiting to hear somebody got paid, bought a car. This is no. it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. During the Big summer, whoop. during Big the pandemic whoop. of 2020, they got together when they weren't supposed to, and they got video of it. And now they're in trouble. How about I, how about, how about I'll go this far? Okay, I want Nebraska. But it's better for Nebraska to be good at college football again. Mm. I'd like to see y'all practice more than this <laughs> than this investigation. Absolutely. And I can promise you this: they weren't the only ones doing it. No, you can no. write that down. Mm-hmm. Get your pen out and write it down. Right. Hey, y'all, I, hey, y'all go over there and practice. We're not going to be there. Be very, very careful. Now, hey, put this earpiece in because I'm going to be talking across the street to exactly. you in a two-way. That's what Carry happens. Carry on, Huskers. <laughs> Onward and upward. Keep Big, practicing. Was anybody hurt by that? I don't know. They actually had to come out to a microphone yesterday and like make statements. I'm dumb with people apologize. How about this? If people think you're a jerk, then you just have to deal with the repercussions of being a jerk. I'm dumb with people You live that every day, Greg. Yeah. Majority of the people are good with you. You got some that don't like you, but... What do you tell? What do you tell the ones that aren't good with it? Them take a hike, lump it. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. I can't start another. Rick and Bubba. Rick Day without him, brother. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Oh, there is no other. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Waking on that blubber. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Gonna be a big star. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Fat will get you very far. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick All right, sorry about that. We're back nine minutes until top of the hour. Thank you for tuning in to the Rick and Bubba Show. This portion of the show is brought to you by HelixSleep.com slash Bubba. How'd you sleep last night, Gregory? Good. You sleep good, big guy? Yeah, I sleep good every night because I got yep. a Helix. Yeah. Lisa and I love the Helix. It's a big one, too. Big old king size. Yes, sir. You want to know why? Because you took a survey, yes, and, you, and it didn't take long at all. But they were like my preferences, yep. and they custom made it to fit what I like. They Hey, what size you want? Is it you want soft, medium, firm? What do you want? Uh, hey, we even have – uh. Uh, Helix Plus mattresses. If you Watch need something it. a little bigger, uh, they've got it, uh, and uh, they're the number one. They've just been named the number one best overall mattress picked by 
GQ, and Wired Magazine. And right now, when you visit helixsleep.com, and helix is H-E-L-I-X, helixsleep.com slash bubble, you'll save $200, plus get a 10-year warranty and a 100-day free trial. Nothing to lose. So go right now to helixsleep.com. Let it come right to your front door uh, and save $200, as I just said, plus that 10-year warranty and a 100-day free trial. It all happens at helixsleep.com slash Bubba. That's helixsleep.com slash Bubba or rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button. All right, uh, so as we come back, you know, one thing you love about the show and, and one thing you hate about the show is sometimes we fly by the seat of our pants, but it's just a, a stream of consciousness uh, and right now, we were talking in the break about a Huntsville, Alabama COVID-19 briefing. Uh, and I understand um, from this Facebook link that someone sent us that there was music involved. All right, so, oh, so you're going to want to skip to 46 minutes into this thing. Yeah. And it's a, it's a Huntsville COVID update. And a gentleman, I guess people have been discussing COVID for the last 46 minutes. Yeah, suggestions. And mm-hmm. this gentleman, don't know his name. Um, he is a physician. He gives his credentials. Um, and, he, and he sounds like, okay, wow, we're about to hear something here. Like this guy's he's had 30-something years of experience, mm-hmm. respiratory. He sets it up really good. Physician and, and sets it up to like, okay, we're about to have an impact here. And then he asked if he can play something for us. All right. Let's see what we got here. In critical care. He's talking to the panel. And um, education. Don't worry about audio or video. At CTK, we create evidence-based communication tools for the public. They're all spread out with their masks on. And if I may, I'd like to share something with you because I think that this particular piece means something to each one of you in your own areas. Mm Mm-hmm. This is in the chambers of the Huntsville City Hall. <laughs> and this is called Get Your Shot. Get Your Shot? This is what he's... The world is fighting COVID-19. What? The good news is that we have a vaccine. Uh-uh. First, make a plan. Register your name. Line up and get your shot. Oh, my goodness. It goes on and, and on and on. And then he gets to rapping. Yeah. Really? He has spoken COVID. word in it. Yeah, oh, my God. Okay, because it stops yes. at 49 minutes. Oh, my goodness. Uh, let's, <laughs> you don't he, have to what, keep playing. I, I just, and I, what's funny is is I watched uh, some of in the councils up there, whatever they are, and they you know they have their masks, but some don't have them on. But right before he starts singing, they put them on. I bet they're glad because it hid the way the looks on their face were. Because they were it. all like. And I do, have, I do have contact information. All right, I'm going back. I'm just skipping through it so my because I don't have Facebook. It is trying to oh, okay. stop. Yeah, that's what it did, it's trying you know, to stop me. What I'm doing? It's a, it's a, it's a party in there for a minute. Uh huh. Your shot is COVID nineteen. COVID nineteen educational suite. <laughs> the songs roughly are about one minute to a minute and fifteen. So he's seconds. he's written a bunch of. They songs. can be used in a variety of applications for each one. I want to say the All right, so is space. what he's saying. I'm coming in front of the city council, so. I've made some songs. They're all about they're all about one minute, and I think if y'all want, y'all can use these to help, uh, you know, educate people and encourage them to get the shot. That's why he's there, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And this is in Huntsville, Alabama. That's it. The first floor chambers of the Huntsville City Hall for the Huntsville COVID nineteen team briefing, and he steps up. 
and and wants to talk to I'm the gonna panel. I'm going to be honest with you. If I have not at this point got the vaccine because I have the natural Perfect. antibodies, I had it. If I walk into a clinic mm-hmm. to get my shot, let's say today I'm going to a clinic. Okay. And today's the day I'm getting right. my shot. Where are you going? And I hear just right down the road okay. to a family physician. Okay. Right there, right, I mean, just right three miles down the road. All right. And I get in the lobby and I've signed up and I hear in the speakers this song's playing. I'm going to get up and leave. Oh, no. It's oh. a toe tapper. It's going to make me get back. I'm out of there. I'm going to start rolling my sleeve up the minute. Well, you I know, hear. I've got second hand, so I'm definitely I'm, I'm gone. I'm definitely I'll get leaving. my shot my another day. To you is how do we get this to be distributed for wider use to the public? Oh, uh, he's really behind. Because everything yeah. that we create is evidence based. It's not just something I made up with. Thir- okay. Get your shot. <laughs> Look, I gotta give him credit. It's a toe tamper. <laughs> you know, it's a toe tamper. And look, it's working. Oh it's already working on us. What if yesterday when, when President Biden was having his booster uh, speech yesterday, they yeah. played this as he walked off the stage. See, that's home yeah. at nine. And get your shot, <laughs> Mr. President. Mr. President, why are you turn around and walking away with no oh. questions again, Mr. President? Yeah, I've noticed. Hey, buddy, you're the president. You got to take some questions every now and then. Well, he you did know. with uh, Stephanopoulos uh, and ABC. I right, guess. He ain't let, yeah, because it was all canned. And uh, they've got uh, some some of that tape they that's being released, him. supposed to be played today. But he can't handle them hollering at him. No, no. And go at him. And so he he that's wants. They got to figure out how to use them. Thank you all so much for sending that to us. The Huntsville COVID nineteen briefing. Uh, he's put a lot of effort into it. Yeah, you that, will, uh, that will. That will. A I decent voice. Have a yeah. little social media. Got a, got a nice little voice. I know. So there's, um, as we go to break here, Terry, um, it's very rare that Terry brings a to story to the show that says, hey, I heard this. And I'm like, okay, well, what you got? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not saying it's it's like just not not ever happening, but so, I mean, you know, it's, not, it's not like every day. So I'm outside. She comes back, and I come back in. She says, you're not going to believe what I just saw on TV. I said, what? She said, um, there's a story out that a university has announced they're going to have Wi-Fi restrictions for unvaccinated students reporting to campus. Or are they going to spread it through Wi-Fi? And I'm like, are you serious? Hey. Are you are, are, like, are you serious? And she said, yes. Yeah. She this said, is punishment, I guess. She said an email was sent to the students of the university uh, and stated that approximately 600 students have yet to full, get full uh, vaccine, vaccine shot. Man, and it's, there's, there's a mandate. For if you're going to return to school, you got to have it. Uh, and to punish them, they can be fined financially. And if you're unvaccinated, you're going to have Wi-Fi restrictions, which means no Wi-Fi for you. No Wi-Fi for you. And I, I don't know how you pronounce it. How, go, go with that one, Greg. Is it uh, Quinnipiac University? They've announced you, why. Hey, so, I mean, does, I that not, does that not sound creepy to y'all? It does, but. They want it, you to be very, it, very careful. I watch it. What if they get that song that guy wrote, that jingle, and play it to the students and see if they run out and get vaccinated? Yeah. So basically they're saying if you're not vaccinated, you can't have any – we're taking your Wi-Fi. Yeah. You can't have fun, things you like. Even yeah. though Wi-Fi has nothing to do right. with it. And, and financially, you're, you're going to be hit. Get uh, your shot. And get your shot. All right, we'll take a break. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, 
Six minutes now past the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show. Hello and welcome in for another hour. We're glad you're here. This hour starts with the National Anthem. Can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming? Whose broad stripes and bright stars Through the perilous fight O'er the ramparts we watched Were so gallantly streaming And the rockets regular The bombs bursting in That our flag was still there Oh, say does that star-spangled banner yet wave For the land of the free And the The Rick and Bubba Show. Let's get started uh, with a brand new hour. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, all here. They've been giving you a kickoff hour along all the Rick and Bubba platforms. That includes America's boldest radio stations along the Rick and Bubba radio network. Also catch it live on our TuneIn app if you don't have a Rick and Bubba station. And also catch it on your own time on our podcast archives. Or watch it live, or watch it on your own time on the YouTube channel. All these options are available at Rick and Bubba. Spell out the word and.com. Uh, coming up on the program today, SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey will be with us. A lot has been going on with the OSEC, including the addition of Oklahoma and Texas in the future. Uh, we'll talk to him about that uh, and trying to do another season. <laughs> Through an ongoing pandemic, and uh, and is, isn't that just a a barrel of fun? Sh- uh, shocking breaking news out of Afghanistan today. Shocking. It's actually a headline as if it is breaking news. Uh, across the way, look there. Uh, there he is, the pride of Cedar Springs, Alabama. Most of you probably know him best as a silver tongue one, the man with a golden voice, professional lunch eaters man of the year, the inventor of pizza and a cup, Shakespeare's worst nightmare. And a master at a king's English. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Bill Bubba Bussey! Howdy, Bubba! Good morning, Rick Burgess. Friends, neighbors, associates everywhere, welcome to the internet sensations, Rick and Bubba. Everybody say it. If she told me goodbye. So don't think about it. You can go crazy. Well, anything you have, anything you need. But don't try to fight it. Don't try to save me. 
Don't try. She's the one we're in love. Well, she's a woman in love. Everybody. She's gonna break her heart to pieces. She don't wanna see. She's the one we're in love. I say it. But it's not me. But it's not me. Ooh, odd man out. Uh, that's not right. a good scenario. Look, I, 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 he's going to break her heart. I, she don't want to see it. Yep. She's yep. a woman in love, but guess what? It ain't me. <laughs> she used to be the kind of woman. <laughs> so uh, we got SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey today. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Uh, he's been a busy guy. Just got a contract extension. Uh, yep. Negotiated a big deal with ABC. Brought in a couple of new members. He ain't had a thing going on. Yep. Uh, been pretty successful with all of his contract uh, negotiations. Maybe he needs to handle our deal. <laughs> there, there, there uh, you we'll go. see if he's available today. Sure. So, uh, uh, we will jump back into Rick and Bubba uh, folklore today with Rick and Bubba University, the podcast. We interview Brad Ryan. There's a story today, and uh, he sent me some audio with it when we record it. It was a story that goes all the way back to our childhood, Greg. I remember the moment that, uh, that it happened. We were, we were I think uh, – so how old would we have been? Let's see, we were teenagers in the late 70s, early 80s. So it would have been in our teenage years, and it was something that we'd been exposed to as kids. And I remember the day that I was that I heard it, and I thought to myself, what's happening here? And I'll just leave it at that. Uh, and Brad Ryan, will, we, will, we will unpack. A, a, there's a piece of three-on-a-string history what? that you guys mm-hmm. do not know about, and, and, it, and it, it's something that everybody will know. Very few people will not know it, and it ties back just like this show. How many things tie back to Gadsden, Alabama? Yeah, yeah. Well, and you really got me. Yeah, I don't know. so don't miss Rick and Bubba University the podcast this weekend, and certainly we'll talk about the creation of this most famous song. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. We'll talk about who that is. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The man who created the Rick and Bubba theme. Uh, I was living on Emmy Gill Road in Oxford, Alabama. The old Rick and Bubba show was. Was just an idea. Uh, the, the name Rick and Bubba was not. We it had just we just started it, and a cassette tape arrived in my mailbox from Brad Ryan. Give that a listen. See what you think. And the rest they say, Bubba, is history. The rest they say is history. <laughs> so, uh, so, and he he is even he even laughed on the phone but yesterday. He said, "I honestly thought I'd never hear from you." <laughs> I thought I thought Burgess is going to put that cassette in, and, and we'll never. Yeah, I, yeah, he goes, and you yeah. called me. You said, "Hey, I think it's a work." <laughs> so, uh, so there we go. Uh, we uh, we will look at the the big breaking news, Bubba. And I thought Greg was punking me. You know what I mean? Because first of all, I was excited because I'd just been updating what's happened with Walter Lewis. And uh, yeah, and, and, I had no idea. And, wow. and, and, and I got excited about that. I thought, man, I have not. I, I, y'all know. Well, I would say before six, but uh, you know, before the first hour and a half of the show, right? You know, I can just say anything. Well, like I told you, this because I'm still asleep. Look, we mess up people <laughs> or, or texting. Listen, yeah. we, we, we mess. Well, yeah, yeah. Same thing. He, he told me when I came in laughing because I thought this one. You know, there's certain things we all mess up on names, and that's got some fun. Yeah, that is. But when, anytime we mess up on names, but the main name we choose is also another name we know. Oh yeah. To me, I said that gives you a double. That gives yeah. you that oh, gives yeah. you a laugh and then a follow up laugh, oh, almost yeah. like a. Uh, a tremor. Well, you know, my goal, my goal is to. I, I don't. I don't have a lot of gifts, but uh, my my goal is to put a smile on everybody's face, yeah. no matter how I have to do well, it. Right. And, uh, don't make me quote school clothes and Tony. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, 
you know, I, I just want us all to have a laugh. If it's in, if it's on me, good enough, you know. Yeah, it was it was funny because uh, Helmsley had just asked or something. There was some conversation yesterday about Roger Lewis uh, and the person who did the Roger Lewis because we we're talking about another impression that he did, and and Bubba uh, un- undoubtedly got a update on the person who played Roger Lewis and what he's doing now, and he sent it out to us today as like an update, but he put before it. it Here's the update on what Walter Lewis is doing. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so Walter Lewis was a former quarterback at the University of Alabama. So here's how stupid I am. And had a daughter that was a super tennis player. Yeah, but here's how stupid I am, if you want to now laugh at me as well. When I first saw it, the name was so familiar with me, Walter Lewis, <laughs> I thought that the guy who used to be Roger Lewis, who now does a, some kind of travel YouTube thing, yeah. I said, my goodness, he went on a trip with Walter Lewis. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and I go in ready to get an update on Walter Lewis. <laughs> so, so anyway. That's good. <laughs> but uh, it, was, it was Roger Lewis. You know, I, yeah. I saw Walter a few years ago at a tennis match. Yeah. That's the I, last time I saw him. Yeah. I saw Still him. looks like he could play. I yeah. saw him run that triple option and, and, break, oh. the, and break the hearts of many. Oh, Man. buddy. He yeah. turned it up for you. Yeah, good. Yeah, good. Yeah, good. But he does not have a travel show. That's, no, no. That's no, the, he does not. That's the other Lewis. That, that, that we know of. That we know that of. We know of. All right, we'll come back. 15 minutes past. Bubba, breaking news out of Afghanistan. Can't believe it. I mean, breaking news. Uh, <laughs> more of the Rick and Bubba show coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty-one minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Thanks for being with us. Uh, I was, um, I walked in, and uh, the real Greg Burgess said, "Well, can, can you believe this? Uh, this is being treated like it's breaking news." And I thought, "What? What now?" Uh, and uh, that is um, the Taliban. Has let us know, and, and someone's actually reporting this like they've got an update. Like, yeah. like, <laughs> like, like it was ever in doubt. Like this, right. is, like this yeah. is breaking news. <laughs> the Taliban, Taliban wants to clarify, since they're now in control again, right. that they will not be setting up a democratic system at all. Uh-huh. Uh, they, they will not be a constitutional republic. They will not be a democracy. Okay. Uh, what they will be doing, and stand by because this is breaking news. Uh-huh. Okay, this is breaking news. The Taliban says they will rule under Sharia law. What? Bre- breaking what? Time out. Bre- they actually a journalist has put this out like, hey, I got an update. Uh, kind of, you talking about the whole reason they had the organization? Now, mm-hmm. for all of you out there that seem to be, you know, that, that have committed your life to women's rights, but for oh. some reason you're soft on, on the Middle East. I, I've never understood this, but yeah. – but anyway, um, well, Rick, you know, I would like to just give a big shout out to all the soccer moms out there that thought Donald Trump was too mean right. and you didn't like the way he he his tone that he used. Mm-hmm. Well, you have elected an administration that is in way over their head and now they're getting people killed. Americans killed. Yeah. Yeah. Now, here's the good news. If you are worried about the plight of women, the Taliban wants to reassure you. Mm. The women will be treated. 
the way that they are always treated under Sharia law. So well, they, they said, said with the utmost yeah, respect, as, them, as allowed yeah. by Sharia law, which means you get nothing. Right. They said, don't worry. All the rights afforded to women under Sharia law, these yeah. women will get. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, so, good luck on that. <laughs> good yeah. night. Well, so, that's a shocker. I thought you, they had changed their evil ways. Yeah, yeah. Those of you that thought the Taliban had decided to set up their own democracy, our constitutional republic, I'm sorry, the left hates the constitutional republic, democracy, mm-hmm. uh, that they uh, that they were going to set that up, uh, that's not going to happen. Uh, they will put everybody under Sharia law, but no worries about the women. Uh, they will still receive all the rights afforded you under know, Sharia if, law. If, if President Biden would go after the Taliban, Right now, with half the effort he goes after uh, Governor DeSantis, we'd be all right. I believe Boy. we could get everybody mm-hmm. out. Go yeah. ahead, go yeah. ahead, Mister Bussy. Hmm? You know, it's just it's it's amazing. Um, it's, I've never seen anybody who is supposed to be at the highest levels of our government fumble this. And I don't know if you've seen now the intelligence services are arguing among themselves oh, yeah. and pointing fingers, and nobody wants this thing to end up on their desk. Well, and we'll get to that, Steph. And, and I heard uh, Mc, uh, what's his name, uh, the Mc, Joint Chiefs Mc, of Staff, McMillan, McMillie, mm-hmm. whatever mm-hmm. his name is. Yep. Mm-hmm. What a klutz! I mean, good night. And he he said we saw no nothing that would indicate that uh, Afghanistan would fall this quick. I ain't even been to Afghanistan. I knew they were going to fall this quick. Everybody knew that. Right. They, they, everybody who has come back from Afghanistan, and we've talked to a lot of people over the years, said these people are not able to rule themselves and they are not able to support a military ain't got it ain't got it ain't in their dna yet bubba i will let you know though you will stand you will be corrected by president biden who, mm-hmm. who says that even though for months he told us that it was not going to happen this way we're not going to have another saigon remember that mm-hmm. oh yeah no well, I, the, this is much worse well now he's saying to stephanopoulos this comes out today we've already got uh, one of the clips he actually has now changed as if the other months didn't exist. Mm-hmm. And he's saying that this was uh, inevitable. There's nothing we could really do to stop it. Here it right. is. <clears throat> when you look at what's happened over the last week, was it a failure of intelligence, planning, execution, or judgment? Look, I don't think it was a failure. Look, it was a simple choice, George. When the, when the Taliban, uh, let me back it, put it another way. Mm. When you had the government of Afghanistan, the leader of that government getting in a plane and taking off and going to another country. When you saw the significant collapse of the, of the uh, Afghan troops we had trained, up to 300,000 of them, just leaving their equipment and, and, and taking off, that was, you know, I'm not, this, it, it, that, that's what happened. That's simply what happened. But we've all seen the pictures. We've seen those hundreds of people packed into the C-17. We've seen Afghans falling. That was four days ago, five days ago. What did you think when you first saw those pictures? What I thought was we have to gain control of this. We have to move this more quickly. We have to move in a way in which we can take control of that airport. And we did. So you don't think this could have been handled, this actually could have been handled better in any way? No mistakes? No, I, I, I don't think it could have been handled in a way that there, we, we're going to go back in hindsight and look, but the idea that somehow there's a way to have gotten out without chaos ensuing, I don't know how that happens. I don't know how that happened. So for you, that was always priced into the decision? Yes. But you, but you well, know, once you just again, say, just say <laughs> this shows, this shows that you are not capable. I don't know if you, if you ever were. But you, you ain't got it right now, Joe. And somebody, whoever is running our government, 
needs to step up. Okay, this is ridiculous. If we, if they don't, inv- if this was Donald Trump, they would be doing an impeachment hearing today. Right. Today. And it wasn't four or five days ago, President Biden. It was just a couple. It, let's it, say it was four or five days so ago. Who cares? Matter, right? That doesn't even matter in this discussion, and, no, President. It, it, you're right. It and no, look. You can have the agreement. Do we do we keep a force long term or not? I I really didn't see the problem with that. We're still in Japan. We're still in Germany. But if we're going to get out, you have to do it in an order. Okay, you have to get the civilians out. You have to get the nationals out that helped us. You get your equipment out. The last people to go is the military. The military base is the last thing that you close. This was completely botched. This, I mean, this, it, it looked like some eighth grader gave the command for this to go, which, again, I, I really don't think Joe's in charge. First of all, that's disrespectful to eighth graders. Well, but, I know. But, ah, but, but, but what, fifth what, grade. what I was going to say is the, the scary part is that for months, President Biden said completely the opposite of this. That's right. That this was not going to be chaotic. That was not going to happen. They were going to do it the right way. I heard President Trump, former President Trump yesterday saying, his issue with it, he said, certainly we needed to get out of there. But the way we got out of there. Yeah, it was totally was wrong. But his, his thing, even though I, you and I you know, sometimes respectfully disagree with some of the way he didn't want us in the Middle East at all, he said his issue was to keep a force there was $42 billion a year. And, well, we could and, have that debate. Yeah, yeah, the decision was made to get out. Okay, that's right, fine. Right, but the well, way we – You've got to do it right. the right way. Yeah, and that's what he said. He said this, the, and, and as, as you have said, that we seem to have a plan on how we get out of places that don't lead to this. The way we left is is wrong, and it's so. It, and he can't do this. We don't have no. you know. He starts all this buck stops here, but then he turns around and says it doesn't. Right. Uh, so you can't keep up with what he's saying. It's obvious, like you said, Bubba. He's he's grasping to try to even think what he's saying. At some point, he's jumbling around. What he says doesn't make any sense, and. This is not this is not even political anymore. This person, this person, whether this person has an R or a D or an I by their name, this person named Joe Biden is not mentally able to run the free world based on just the aging process that we all go through it different ways. Some of us go through it better than others. He does not have the mental capacity to do this. And Rick, we have the ultimate respect for our people who serve in the military, but I'm going to tell you, at the very top of the chain, if these guys told him one thing and he did something else, that's one thing. If they told him to do it this way, they are a bunch of clowns. Right. I don't care who they are and how many medals they got on. Yep. Bottom of the hour. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show eight six six. We be big is our number, and we thank you for being with us. Cord Buddy uh, is our friend, uh, and you will love this system. Uh, why do so many people start out saying I want to learn to play the guitar, but then they they just they never do it uh, because it takes so long to to learn uh, how to actually make music. Uh, but with the Chord Buddy, uh, you are making music the very first day. If you can strum uh, and you can press a button, uh, you're making music. And uh, so uh, it's it's like training wheels on a bicycle. You know, training wheels on a bicycle allow you to actually ride a bicycle until you learn how to do it on your own. Uh, this is exactly uh, what uh, the Chord Buddy does. Uh, it is the 
It's it's been the system as far as how you learn to play guitar. It's been the system that's been voted number one. You may have seen it on Shark Tank, uh, and uh, it it made a big uh, a big boom there. Uh, And it's made in beautiful Dothan, Alabama, where we are heard on News Talk one hundred three nine. So you can get everything you need to learn to start playing guitar for less than fifty bucks. Uh, so go to chordbuddy.com right now, chordbuddy.com. If you're interested in a terrific guitar to go along with the Chord Buddy, uh, they've got a huge shipment that just came in, uh, so they got a great selection also. Uh, you can uh, you can go to chordbuddy.com. There's some really good deals there, some some you know packages you can put together. Uh, you can find it right there. Also, don't forget there's a link at rickandbubba.com under the Sponsors button. Have you always wanted to learn to play guitar? The Chord Buddy is the answer. Uh, rickandbubba.com under the Sponsors or go directly to cordbuddy.com. So we do have one more quote, too. This is the thing, the Biden administration. They keep trying to tell us that all this pandemonium and chaos and destruction and and uh, and death and, and all these things that are going on with uh, our withdrawal from Afghanistan, it's just part, I mean, it's just that there was no way to avoid this. Now, of course, they told us that it wouldn't happen, but, but there's no way to avoid this. And now here's Nancy Pelosi says, oh, no, look, did we lose a lot of military gear to the Taliban? We did. Uh, and by the way, good news, if you just joined us, Taliban says uh, they're going to they're gonna put everybody under Sharia law. They're not going to do a democracy. So I know some of you might have been holding hope for that. I didn't know there was that. a debate. Yeah, yeah I didn't yeah. know that was some, some – Well, we were nicer to them. Yeah. supposed to change them. Please tell me that none of you thought that they, that they were going to do anything else. Rick, but, the only reason they exist is because of Sharia law. Right. So mm-hmm. anyway, yeah, uh, Pelosi, whole... Pelosi wants you to know, Bubba, that military gear being lost, that's just what happens when you withdraw. Here it is. The U.S. withdrawal left tens of billions of dollars worth of U.S. military equipment in the hands of the Taliban. There were helicopters, guns, ammunition. How much has that raised the threat of future terrorist attacks, this well-armed Taliban? Well, I do believe that the president's decision was based on one that reduced uh, the prospect of any attack on our homeland. And the president has made it very clear to the Taliban any assault on any American entity or person would be met uh, forcefully. So uh, the, this is what happens when you withdraw. You, some stuff, uh, some equipment is left there. It was thought that that would be used. Uh, it was hoped that that mm-hmm. would be used by the uh, Afghan military to defend its own country. The fact that it did not and could not was all more the reason for us to leave. It just happened, y'all. That's what happened. These are the people who are making the decisions, not only about Mm. Afghanistan, but about vaccines, about health care, about your money, about your retirement, (laughs) about the border. Just keep that in mind. That's what's what's Mm. on the table. I want you all to know, too, that not only is our border still open, okay, and we're saying that, you know, we're, we're telling American citizens that your life is over because of the pandemic. Uh, and something must be done. And you're evil if you're not making sure that you can't infect anybody else. While the border is wide open. And Hundreds we're bre- of thousands each month. And we're bringing thousands, tens of thousands more people out of Afghanistan dropping in here too. Mm-hmm. So just FYI. But, uh, you know, I but, haven't but, but heard. If, but, if you're, uh, but, but if you're at college and won't take the vaccine, no internet for you. Right. Rick, I haven't <laughs> heard, uh, and maybe you know, what, are the, what are the COVID numbers in Afghanistan? Do you know? Uh, you know what? There's not big well, COVID numbers. A lot of, well, get that except accurate. for the women, like we said yesterday, not a lot of masking. <laughs> right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's uh, Sharia law. They'll put the women right back in masks. Yeah. So yeah, probably a lot of the women wish they had it right. so they could die and get out of there. <laughs> That's a good point. That mm-hmm. is a good point. So If that, you're willing to hang from a flying aircraft, yep, it tells yep. you how bad it is. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. I'm going to take my chances hanging on to the landing gear. And, and I could have told you that was not going to end well. That's mm-hmm. the first thing they can grab, I guess. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, don't forget, too, as we're doing this, there is an opinion piece on MSNBC right now that is comparing uh, Republicans to the Taliban uh, because they deprive, they oh, deprive yeah. women of freedom of, over their own bodies. Now, these same people wow. will tell you that you have no freedom to not be vaccinated. <laughs> now, don't, don't miss that. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. The treatment these women get mm-hmm. over in places like Afghanistan, and you're going to make that statement. That's boy, that's insulting, that's, isn't it? No, because see, if, if let's say someone wow. has someone has conviction uh, from a moral standpoint on the point of abortion, okay, it, it's a little bit different to say I believe that we as a human race need to be very careful about how cavalier we are about ending the life of someone that is alive inside the womb of a woman. Is that the moral thing to do as a human race? Okay, that's a little bit different. That's a little bit different then I am a ruler of a place where women are treated like dogs. Yeah. That, that's just a little bit different. Uh, that's, that's not apples and apples, by the way. No. Uh, and, um, just, and, and, and it's ridiculous, back to Bubba's point, and it's time for us to start saying it. It's ridiculous and it's childish and it's lunacy to compare the two. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, especially yeah. if you say no one has a choice on the vaccine. Right. right. Yeah. yeah. Michael Moore, don't know if you saw his August 16th Boy, what his tweet. Fat say. He says, their Taliban, our Taliban, everybody's got a Taliban. They're at their best when they confiscate the halls of power. And it shows the January 6th photo and then the Taliban <laughs> also in the in the uh, president's. One, once again, everybody took over the once government. Again, He's comparing the two. Yeah, I yeah. saw that. But once again, that just shows ignorance to compare the Taliban. And, and it's overtaking of Afghanistan, and the guy who, who was in charge said, you know why I left? Because they were coming to hang me. Yeah, the exile yeah. of okay. the president. Yeah. Yeah. That's a little bit different than people who were upset about an election and went in and started taking selfies in front of desks and had flagpoles. It's a little bit different. Okay, again, again, this is this Not is the same. This is, but this is the this is the calling. No, if card. they'd have had the equipment that the Taliban had, it would have been a totally different outcome. Yeah, it mm-hmm. would. Have. Yeah, no, th- but this, that wasn't what they were trying to do. No, this is the lunacy of the left. They make these outlandish comparisons through their emotions and feelgoodism and hyperbole and exaggeration, and it's also unfortunately when something really does happen when nobody listens to you. That's yeah. it. Okay. So the, these kind of, I mean, it's just it's just silly. I mean, that's a silly. These two comparisons I, we just talked about are silly. They're uneducated, and I think the people who are saying them know these are bad, bad analogies. I want to give them the benefit of the doubt. They're just hoping you don't know they're bad analogies. <laughs> yeah. You know it. Yeah. And, uh, and <laughs> see if these morons will buy this. Right, because yeah. obviously some you know, there, there's people that, that – that say these things that seem to have walking around sense. Yeah. They're just hoping we don't have walking well, around. Well, you sense. saw Sneffalopoulos a minute ago <laughs> when he was when he was talking to Biden. Mm-hmm. I mean, he he was a de- I mean, he is a Democrat. He was in the Clinton administration. Let's not act like he's some neutral yeah. journalist. You could tell with his tone, he he feels stupid sitting there <laughs> hearing those answers. He's like, "What?" Right. I mean, at some point you have to go. I've got a, I've got eight pounds of gray matter up here, and something doesn't compute here. D- didn't you feel like, and I think you, I can't swallow what you're pushing today, pal. Yeah, I think you just touched on it. I think Snephalopoulos, We've all been in this situation. Have you ever tried to help out somebody and you give them the platform and you hear them talking? You're going, gosh, this is awful. Yeah, I, I'm yeah. trying to help you and I can't even get you, I can't even get you headed in the right direction. This is a dumpster fire. Yeah, I wish I had not given you a microphone. I thought I could direct you into a place where you could walk out. Of it. Yeah, back in the old days, you could just go back in your basement, and not do anything. Yeah. but you're you're in trouble now. So he uh, he told us this wasn't going to happen. Then told us it was no way it wasn't going to happen. 
he said the buck stops here, and now he says, but it's not my fault. Mm. No. Do you think you made some bad decisions? No. But didn't he say the other day that? Well, he said it couldn't happen to start with. Right. No. So, and well, I, he, I he had know, bad intelligence. I, I want to know, know what the military leaders told him. Well, he claims he had bad intelligence. Did he mm-hmm. go against them, or are they inept to? I've heard them say, I've heard several say, yeah. we have been telling him, them this for years. Right. That this yeah. will not work. Don't do it this way. And they yeah. did not. There's senators not that said they were in the in the briefings and that, that Biden went against what some of the brass was telling him if, to do. If they told him this was going to happen and he went against them and he gets tens of thousands of U.S. people killed because they can't get out, that is an impeachable offense and he should be impeached on the spot. I don't care who the VP and the new president's going to be. Well, you heard Zeller tell Brian <laughs> Williams, we played that clip. Uh, he, uh, former um, strategist mm-hmm. for the Army, he said, I th- I've been telling them for months how we need to withdraw from mm-hmm. Afghanistan. They've ignored everything I said. And, and it mm-hmm. can be done to the mm-hmm. point. Jerry Ford, in Vietnam, we got 130,000 refugees out and 3,300 orphans before it collapsed. And it didn't look near this bad. Near this bad. Mm-hmm. If we destroyed equipment that was not worth bringing back. You may remember they, they dumped, dumped helicopters the in the water. We dumped planes off aircraft carriers. If it was not, if they were at their end and they wasn't worth bringing back, right. we didn't we didn't leave them Apache helicopters. No stacks of weapons. I also heard someone say the other day the reason why the Afghan army put their guns down is because the payroll stopped. We paid them to fight, and they would fight when they were getting paid. Fighting just for the country for free, they really weren't into. That's on them. You don't deserve freedom. Right. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Nine minutes to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. We're back. Thank you for being with us today. Things that you need to know. Wednesday Bible Study, brand new series. We started a study on the book of 1 Corinthians uh, yesterday. It's, uh, session 1 now available in the archive, so you can grab that uh, if you want to uh, do that on your own time. Also today, uh, we'll record another edition of Rick and Bubba University, the podcast. That'll be out this weekend. Brad Ryan, uh, the, the man who wrote the catchy Rick and Bubba song, has an incredible history uh, with the show, uh, and also some really uh, a really cool story involving the amazing three on a string that just celebrated fifty years uh, of making music. Uh, we'll talk uh, talk to him coming up this weekend, uh, so you make a note of that. And later on today's program, uh, we'll be talking with SEC Commissioner uh, Greg Sankey. That'll be happening on the program today. A lot going on with the SEC, and we'll we'll ask him about that on the program as well. So all all that still to come. Uh, so I, do you want to just say, uh, let's put our, let's put, uh, to bed, our Taliban update. Do you, yeah. do you want to say, hey, Mr. Taliban. I, I will tell you one more thing on the Taliban. And this was brought up, as I said, about, um, you know, once again, the, the shoot ready aim emotional attitude we now have, you know, about, uh, somebody brought up the, um, um, the electric cars. And if we do that on, on going to the future, you know, it's not going to be the end of mining because now we're going to need lithium. Mm-hmm. Um, guess who's got a ton of lithium. Now, that'd be the Taliban. Uh, mm-hmm. They think they are sitting on one trillion dollars worth of the minerals Great. the world desperately needs, including big lithium. Don't you love that big lithium? So now the Taliban's taking that over. So if we need lithium, now keep in mind I what we're. I got some. On I want y'all to. I want y'all to think about what we're doing right now. 
We have decided, and this is this is new, so I'm gonna put this over as new. Hmm? We we had a, a a political movement in this country that would just lament over why we were constantly in conflict in the Middle East. Why are we there? Wars for oil. We fight because we need oil. OPEC this, OPEC that. Then the the Trump administration comes in. The good, the bad, the ugly. But one of the goods is we became energy independent. We started exporting. Gasoline was a dollar eighty a gallon somewhere mm. in there. Mm. We started exporting, as Bubba said. We became an exporter, and we had we started tapping into our own resources. The emotional left screams, "No, no, no." end of the world, can't do it, ugly, ugly, ugly. And now we're back dependent on OPEC. Gas is going through the roof, okay? And now we're going to say, well, let's move to electric cars to save the world, not because it might be a new product that people would rather have. I'm fine with that. If it wants to enter the free market and make a market for itself and people prefer those, great. But if you're doing it to save the world, now you're going to need lithium. Well, now the Taliban has a trillion dollars worth of lithium, and they'll be in control of that. So what we've done is we have said we will not be independent on oil anymore while saying we don't want to be dependent on anyone else because that means we may have to fight wars because it becomes an interest of ours. So we've we've taken that and flipped it upside down, and now we'll put somebody in charge that also now sits on mineral deposits, including about a trillion dollars worth of lithium. So there you go. Uh, now, now if, hmm. you, if you want to try to make that make sense, I hope you have some time today. Hmm. Maybe you can drive and, and think on that. But um, And also, I don't know if you all noticed this, price of everything going through the roof. Yeah. Through the roof. Uh, people can't get by to work. Saw a restaurant next door to us yesterday. Went over to have lunch on the door. Don't have enough people to staff the place. Sorry, we're closed today. Yeah. Uh, so um, we, we just um, – it just seems like uh, that everything – you, it, this is the word. It feels like that we are living, and as I said, I know we live in a fake world now, but it's almost turning into the bizarro world, where everything that, that that you go, this is the way it should be done. We've decided as a country, let's do completely the opposite, mm-hmm. and l- let's let's do the dumbest things we can possibly do. It, it's like it's like we have an automatic dumb gun, yeah. and we're just firing. I mean, and and it, and it's an endless clip. Uh, so, you know, I feel like we're living living in that that time in history where you know you look back and all these countries that basically just tore themselves apart within. Oh yeah, we, and, we, and, and and history books are just full of, of oh, stories. We're right on track, and I, and I feel like we're in that moment right now. That's fact. Right. Well, in American history, where yeah, most we're, we're, notably, what are we doing? Most notably, and last, the Roman Empire. Yeah, yeah, never was defeated militarily. No, 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 crumbled from within. Yep. So uh, so we'll we'll see how that goes. Uh, also, in the uh, the oversensitive emotion, the Greeks wasn't much better. The uh, <laughs> right, and uh, we we have suspended Jake Morris. Yeah, uh, the the announcer who uh, who said, "Hey, I was doing a little something Unreal. with the Japanese pitcher here when he was batting. I apologized immediately. Didn't mean to upset anybody, uh, <clears throat> but now he has been suspended for these remarks indefinitely." Rick, you see Bally's uh, sports their their statement uh, down best maybe halfway through the first or second page. Their their statement. Is unbelievable. Bally Sports Detroit is extremely disappointed. Is that it? Yeah, Bally Sports. Yeah, uh, Bally Sports Detroit is extremely disappointed with the remarks of analyst Jake. I mean Jack Morris made during last night's game. Uh, Jack has been suspended indefinitely from Tigers broadcast and will be. Oh my goodness! 
I don't even want to read. <laughs> Bubba, if you go ahead, I see you got go yesterday's uh, boneless wings. Well, he's left. hammering it hard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so maybe if you might want to pull put that in front of you for that last early, one because yeah. you're going you're going to need it. <laughs> yes. mm-hmm. If this does not creep you out, if I haven't creeped you out about your country enough yet, mm-hmm. okay. Y'all heard what he said, right? You heard it yesterday. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Be very, very careful. He will be undergoing bias training. <laughs> To educate him. He must be reprogrammed. On the impact of his comments and how he can be a positive influence in a diverse I tell every one of them to kiss my rump. They ain't no way. How about this? You know what I would say? And I'd get on TV and tell everybody exactly why. If this this were said to me, you know, and and if I had my beautiful wife beside me, this would be the time she would begin to squeeze my arm and say, baby, hang on now. Show yourself. Because I would say to Bally Sports Detroit, Y'all gonna make me act up in here. Yeah. <laughs> y'all, y'all, y'all must not know about y- y- me. Y- y'all must not know about me. Y'all gonna make me act a fool. And did we? I mean, cause you, you gonna reprogram me? Are you kidding me? Yeah. Uh, over an attempt at comedy that, that hey, you say that you wish I hadn't done, and I'm cutting up. By the way, by the way, I'm calling a baseball game. Yeah, yeah. That's I want y'all. To and know he that. immediately apologized, which he he, I don't think hey, he man. should have done, but he did, yeah. and, and that should have been the end of it. We got, we're recro. Let me tell you what you're living in right now. You're, you're living in a world. That 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 they're they're in this cancel mob run giant central government that says, by golly, you will we will put you in reprogramming classes, and you we, will think the way we want you, you to think, you will, you, you will talk the hey, way we want you to you talk. Will, you will sit your sorry butt down, and you will take this injection, and don't you dare question it. Yeah. And and if you question it, it we're going to blame you for the death of anybody that dies. We can't really tie the tie how you did it, but we're going to find a way to do it. Mm-hmm. And and we're deciding. We said this what over. That we pick the winners and we pick the losers. Yep, yep. And and we put you in the tribe that we that we that we that we choose. And if you ever want to have the benefits of everybody else who's following our, our instructions correctly, you will be reprogrammed and you will act the way we tell you to act. And uh, and if you don't, there'll be consequences to pay. Does that bother anybody? No. Yeah. Well, who who thought? By the way, I, I, in twenty twenty, you know, the twenty twenties would be that way. Uh, we already saw it one time in Nazi Germany, early 1930s. Yeah. That worked out well. Well, I fully expect to wake up tonight and at the foot of my bed stands George Orwell, clutching his book, 1984, saying, y'all, I thought, I, y'all thought I was cutting up? Yeah. <laughs> I had a year wrong, but right. I was off on my time. Yeah. Yeah. I missed <laughs> it by pretty Rick, good You way. mean the truth ministry? <laughs> yeah. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Wow. Reprogrammed. Bias training to teach him how to act in a diverse community. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio! Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't start another. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Uh, six minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. So um, as we come back, Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, all here. And speaking of Eddie, Eddie Van Adler, um, he is joining us uh, now. Um, he's, he, he's had some sort of adventure 
in his newfound world of I am someone's uh, husband, I am someone's father, I am a protector. Uh, and I understand you've, you've been involved in the battle. You're, guys. You okay, buddy? Hey, guys. So, um, boy, I'm stupid, and mm-hmm. I did something very stupid. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's what it started. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, join uh, the club. You know what you do? You work on a team of stupid people. Sure I grew are. up. <laughs> join us. I grew up in Texas. And boy, he's always lived in Texas two years. Boy, he's going to let us know that. In, in Texas, when you go out in the woods, <laughs> you need to worry about, like, scorpions and snakes. Yep. That's pretty much it. That rattler. Got to make sure cause scorpions will get you. I, I used to be able to go out in the woods and find a scorpion within a minute or two. Here, here's a scorpion. Anybody need one, I can go find one. <laughs> so I took that kind of experience as a kid – and applied it to Alabama Woods mm. about two weeks ago. Mm. About two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's okay, not text. how that's not how Alabama Woods work. No. Those aren't the threats. No, they're not. So Kevin, my dog, and no, my I dog. went on a hike mm. about you, about two weeks ago. You, you leave Franklin out? I left Franklin out of it. Frank doesn't do well with hikes. He's got a bad back. He's yeah. got a bad Can't back. Keep up with them He's little way legs. longer than he should be. Yeah. Yeah. Way longer, way shorter, and way longer than he should. Be. If if Franklin was a bridge, we'd fire the engineer. We would. <laughs> who did? Who made this? Right. <laughs> um, we had to drop the weight limit on. <laughs> so, I, and, and Kevin, you know, he's kind of a rambunctious dog. He needed to get some energy out. And I have some woods behind my house. My 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 new, my new house backs up to Ooh, just woods. some some woods. Mm-hmm. There's just Breeze. woods. I'm living in the woods. <laughs> Thank you, so I take take Kevin. I'm wearing jeans and a t-shirt. That's it. No bug repellent, nothing like oh, that. You gotta get bug repellent. And we just walk in a straight line because I have I've never done that. I've never really gotten a chance to go. I want to go check out the woods. Let's go explore. Well, you should wait until winter. winter. Like yeah. I'm looking forward to going on hikes with my daughter out back in the woods, and you know that's in my mind. I'm Not gonna make a trail and all this stuff. Okay. Not this time of year. So I just keep walking. I just I'm like, oh man, this is great. I'm like taken back to my like my memories as a kid and stuff. And I'm walking through like grass that's over my head. And oh, I, I just what went, do you think that was way to go? I just went crazy. I just walked in a straight line through doing? the thickest woods that you possibly can. Hey, don't mess can. with text. No trail. No trail. Didn't care. No scorpions either. No scorpions. No. Hey, I'm hey, good. Scorpion we got a scorpion wouldn't go in there. No. I ain't scared. We got him, but you is don't Kevin know. lost in the in the weeds. Kevin, he's just following right Kevin on, the, on the path. Okay. Yes. He's, he's a dog. He's following me on the path. Can't I let it. him lead. <laughs> I th- this was only about a 30 minute hike. We walked 15 minutes out into the woods and I walked 15 minutes back. And through wh- the brush. That was great. You through have the brush. No idea yeah. whose property you're on. And none. None. <laughs> I think it might be Alabama Power. There's power lines above me. It's okay. like kind of, you know, it's like right next to a clearing. So I'm going to say it's it's theirs, okay. but I don't think nah, it is. In Alabama, you walk right you walk through uncharted woods <laughs> with grass high as your head. Yes. In 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 August in, in Alabama. Your way through it. Yeah. I was like pushing the grass to the side oh. and walking through it. Yes. So it wasn't very tall grass. Like it wouldn't be tall grass for us. <laughs> Knee high for us. That's right. good. That's good, guys. Yes, correct. All right. So I get home. My wife gets home with the baby. I start cooking dinner. Okay, I'm cooking up. Cook. I'm a chef. You guys yeah. know that. Hello, yeah. fresh. Think Hello, everything's baby. looking good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then I feel this like itchiness on my oh, back. Oh no. Go. And I'm like, eh. You know, I got I got things to do. I got things to take care of. Cooking. So I just keep cooking. And the itchiness then shows up like in my left armpit pit too, mm-hmm. and then Bud like not your armpit, and, oh, no, my, my armpit too, <laughs> right? 
and then on my right foot. And I'm like, okay, this is concerning. Really itching. Mm. And I I kind of jokingly say to my wife, you see any bugs on me? <laughs> She's like, no, I don't, I don't see anything. I'm like, okay. Mm. Well, I'm kind of itchy, but I, I, mm. I, I, I hate bugs. Yeah, I really do. I hate Jump bugs. Jump in the Like man. mosquitoes. I'm constantly running. When I take my dogs out, I walk in a circle to not get bit by mosquitoes. Mosquitoes love me. Yeah. They absolutely love me. Yeah. Mm. I hate bugs. And so my wife, we're kind of joking about this a little bit. And time goes on, and about like an hour, two and a half hours later, I'm like, okay, I swear, I feel like I, this is, no, I'm not joking anymore. I feel like things are biting me. There's on my body. Yeah. 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 And I, I'm looking, I can't find anything. I'm like, well, I should, I, mean, I should probably go take a shower. So I go take a shower. And it's, I still have like kind of itchiness. And I look, finally, I'm able to isolate some little itchiness on my arm. And I look, and there's a tiny, tiny little thing. Mm. And it, it's crawling on my skin. And I watch it like an oil rig hoist the drill upright to go straight into the ground. This bug lifts its body straight up into the ground and just burrows <laughs> into oh, my arm. No. <laughs> I just watch it go. I just watched it go. And this is smaller than a poppy seed. Like, I'm having, yeah. I, I can barely see it. I can barely see it. Red bugs. So, mm. I, I, I go through the list. Guys, I ended up taking four showers that night. <laughs> and I'm still itchy. Oh, yeah. They're, they're in your itchy. skin. Have you got little webs yet where they went in? So, yep. this, this is two weeks ago. Son. This is two weeks ago. Monster inside. I'm looking for chigger. Oh. I'm, look, I'm, I'm re- researching things. 24 hours of me picking little tiny bugs off my body goes by. And I'm trying to figure out these what these things are. Because they're... Some of them are about the size of a poppy seed, and some of them are invisible. I can't see yeah, them. I can no only same. feel them. Yep. I go through the list. I'm researching. I'm researching chiggers, mites, ticks, uh, fleas, mosquitoes. Yeah. Like, what? what is on me? What is on my body? I finally figured it out, and this is what it has to be because I've got some samples, but uh, I, I'm not going to bring them. You've got samples. I, I, I bagged them up, guys. It, this was this was a 24 hours <laughs> of absolute me. I agony. See the samples. T- absolute agony. 24 hours. Lone Star Ticks. Uh oh. Lone Star Ticks. That's not good. Are you serious? Oh. Ti- okay, Lone Star Ticks are different than I, other ticks. I, I know all about carry, the life cycle. They carry, oh, they, 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 they carry Alpha Gal. They ca- Alpha Gal. Yeah. They kill Rocky Mountain Spotted yeah. Fever, Lyme disease. They carry but it. But they're all. that small. I hope you don't enjoy meat. So, yeah. guys, the Lone Star Tick bites at all three stages of its life. Unlike other ticks, <laughs> it bites as a baby, it bites as a teenager, and it bites as an adult. But oh in different ways. My head's itchy. You're killing He's, he's brought them in here. Two, this was two weeks ago. Notice I've waited two weeks because I'm like, you know, like listening to see if you guys have had any problem with bugs. Guys, that weekend I had cooks come out, spray, spray down my whole house. We treated the, the, the I'm, I mean, I'm washing sheets. Did they spray you I'm, down? I'm sp- I, I treated the dogs, treated both dogs, mm. sprayed my whole house, top and bottom. I bombed my own house at one point <laughs> as well. I bombed my car. Uh, you guys, bombed your car. I bombed even my car. Can you do that? When you get to the, you when you get to a level of this kind of anger and agony and, yeah. and terribleness, Lone Star Tech bites are like fire ant bites in that they hurt, they itch, and they bubble up. Y'all, please look at my body. Oh no! Oh, oh no! Oh, oh my god! Oh, he's got a visual. Oh, I'm scared. Oh my gosh! He's, I'm, he's, oh my oh, gosh! They're all over him. Good. Look at my armpit. Look at my oh, body. No. They, they oh. violated me. You got, got chicken pox. Guys, it looks like chicken pox. It looks like chicken pox. Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. They're all over him. 
They're all over. Honey, I'm itching. Hey, you don't oh, have to show us your have you, have you disinfected? I three on my butt, but I won't show you that one. Have you yeah. disinfected the uh, the TV room? Yes. Oh, oh my gosh. my word. Y'all, it was terrible. At one point, I counted. I counted because... You you're going so crazy. You you have to keep you have to keep a pole so now. that you're not so you make sure you're not getting more bites. You're wearing right? my headphones. You, you want to make? I am wearing your headphones oh, right now. I appreciate boy. that. That's right. There's none in that hair. Notice I waited two <laughs> weeks for the story, guys. I counted two hundred bites oh, my on my body. Goodness, two hundred bites on my That's body. That's a true dick uh, uh, tick scare. <laughs> <laughs> it was. <laughs> He just kept screaming up, man. <laughs> I did it again. <laughs> Second time he's done it. Something about that word. My favorite part was <laughs> me. Stop me. Stop me. Speedy, there may be one of those, but that's going to require him leaving the room. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. Uh, you guys. talked about it earlier. Why don't you just stay out of all tick conversations? <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> <laughs> we, we need to be quiet for a second to catch it up. Yeah. Oh, gosh. It didn't know. I don't know. It didn't know. It's too yeah, it did. And we might have missed it. But oh. it was a slip of the, you know. Rick, pot everything down for just a second. <laughs> Let it catch. Oh, my gosh. You're close enough. No, Speedy. Are you okay, buddy? You're right, Speedy. You're right. So, guys, I have been checking my temperature every four hours at my house, make sure I don't run a temperature. I'm looking for rashes. I'm looking for streaking of any kind. Have you had Uh, any red meat? The bullseye rash. I ate a gigantic steak four days ago. I'm feeling good. Do you I've have an happy pan handy? I've never had anything like that. But, y'all, I, I don't think I have Lyme disease, but maybe I do. Oh, my don't God. Don't go in the woods. I, I'd worry more Not, about Alpha Gal right now. Stay yeah. out of the woods in August in Alabama. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba show. Well, reading the email here, um, I never thought that something would happen in that segment that would supersede Eddie Van Adler being infested with Lone Star Tiny Ticks, but we have decided going forward that any discussion of ticks on the program, because, uh, you know, the first time, you know, shame on shame on Speedy. The, the second time, shame on us. Uh, and, and that is that Speedy apparently is, is unable uh, to discuss the topic of ticks. Yeah. Uh, and uh, uh, you remember his tick scare? Remember yeah. that one? Uh-huh. And, uh, and then um, here's some of the things that uh, that I've gotten from email, Bob. I know you have some of these. Have you seen the picture? Uh, it's a freeze frame of our uh, YouTube feed of Speedy frantically looking over the uh, console going, dump me, Bubba, yeah. dump me. S- somebody dump me. Um, <laughs> Jeremy out of Pennsylvania, this is the greatest thing about YouTube. Uh, we we get to watch this and mm-hmm. hear it as it was actually done. There's no we yeah. get everything. No matter every time Speedy slips up, we get it. Uh, also, someone just simply saying whatever y'all are screaming, you think you dumped. Uh, we think it was what Speedy said. Thank you for the laughs. Unfortunately, this happened right in the middle of me ordering uh, at the drive-through. I'm pretty sure everybody in the store who heard me over the loudspeaker thought I was a moron for bursting out laughing in the middle of ordering a <laughs> croissant. <laughs> Yes. So, uh, so and that... here, uh, here's a little information for Adler. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, this comes from Christy. She says, I got bitten in April 2020 by a long star tick in the middle of my back, right on the spine, hurt like fire. It became infected. I had to take three rounds of antibiotics, mm. developed an allergy to red meat. Mm. The bite got very swollen and hard, had to, uh, had to have it uh, excised and drained. Mm. Golly. I'm still having trouble eating red meat, but better. Still have a hard spot on my back. Wasn't in the woods when I got bitten. I was leisurely strolling in the beautiful ground of Wake Forest Baptist Seminary. Mm-hmm. I am worried for Adler Christie. Well, the good news is Adler it, only has been bitten by about 200 of them. Um, yeah, you know, the, the red meat allergy doesn't start right away. It takes a few weeks. Uh, by the way, Michael we, Klein. We have some friends who've suffered from that. Two, two things we can answer for Michael. Uh, Michael out of Hickory, North Carolina. <laughs> he said, uh, I guess that's going to be on the next CD. And I can't answer this. He said, by the way, something looks fouled up on the website. Uh, it's about some tabs and show notes. Yes, the website did have a crash last night. It's being basically helped me build there, back. Yeah, server crashed, and the company is rebuilding it at this moment. I understand they were up to like four thirty this morning, mm-hmm. and got to go back to the drawing board on a few things. So, so, so you, the we're web, well aware. The and, website is mostly there, but there are going to be some things you can't yeah. see like you normally can. Yeah, and show notes, by the way, is one of those things. Yeah. So, so sorry Mike, about that, Mike. You are right. It, it is fouled up. We know it, and it's being worked on. Um. But yeah, as far as any uh, lasting effects of this, I, I am worried about that. But I'm watching and, and just doing my best. If I do have any kind of signs or any kind of symptoms, I'll go to a doctor, get tested for all that stuff. Lyme, Rocky Mountain spotted fever, alpha gal, uh, that meat allergy, and Lyme disease. Mm. Uh, I, I was reading yeah, here. Yeah, I went they, for a hike. I went for a hike, Rick. They said that uh, the long star tick won't give you Lyme disease, at least in the one article I saw. I don't know, though. I don't know. It's I'm, less common. You're right. Yeah, with uh, with them. Luckily, the alpha gal. There was only two hundred about. So I, I in the so break can kill you. In the break, I showed uh, the guys. Uh, I, I have a little Ziploc bag of, of one of these things. And I mean, did I exaggerate? It's so tiny. It is tiny. That's one of the bigger ones I was. I mean, that's the only ones I was able to find. And it's like about the size of a poppy seed. But if you look real, real close, there's that tiny white dot on the back of the tick, and there it is. There's your Lone Star tick. Aaron, my wife, who has shared a bed with me every night, you know, this entire time. TMI. Never got a single bite on her. Really? Not a single one. Hmm. Now, you know why? I did get one off Ruby. Hmm. That hurt. But how about this? That hurt a lot. That, <laughs> that hurt my heart. I still worry and, and, and worry about that. But sure. we're, we're watching her. in the world we're did you go through too. high grass like that in I was worried August. about scorpions, Bubba. I was worried about mm-hmm. scorpions. Right. But this is Alabama, not Texas. Mm. It is. Mm. Lots your- of stupid things. I do lots of stupid things. Yeah. As stupid as what Speedy did? Mm. Stupider. Okay. Uh, Cut my mic off, please. Adders could be worse. Yeah, we'll let you back in. We're just not going to let you talk about ticks anymore. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and probably anything we do to remember Dick Clark, we won't let you in either. Yeah. Uh, Let's go to – It's probably for the best, Speedy. D.D. in uh, in Illinois. Uh, D.D., go ahead. Well, that's what I was saying. The the Lone Star, usually you can't stand to eat red meat, but I don't know how long it takes to kick in. But with your Lyme disease, you usually have the bull shot. They call it a bullseye. It's just like a big red round circle, like a bullseye, and a target. And they said that's one of the main symptoms of Lyme's disease. Yeah, he he said he's been painting. You're right. He didn't mention that, though, but thank you. The old bullseye rash, that's bad stuff. That means you've got something going. Mm. Matthew in South Carolina. Matthew, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. Now's not the time for that. Go ahead with your comment. Right. 
So when play show, it's my birthday today, and I wanted to thank Speedy for uh, a great birthday gift. The only thing better would be if I could get a call from John Thomas. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I was wondering, did Speedy say? Uh, Cliff. Speedy appears to be having a problem. How about that, Calvin? Uh, let's go to Cliff in Mississippi. Go ahead, buddy. Hey, Rick. Yeah. You know what you need to do for Adler? This this will secure this right up, up front here. Just make him an airborne poultice to put on that thing, and it'll be gone yeah. in the morning. That's right. An airborne Adler, poultice. Adler, have you been swimming since then? I've not been swimming. You know, I, we've had uh, working in the woods for many years when you, you get things on you like that. We've always had good luck. When you come out, getting in a highly chlorinated pool. Yeah. Seems like it cures a lot of problems. you got to really get the mix right, so I have to be careful with this. Now, I know my team, because there'll be some Nimrod <laughs> sure. out there that'll do yeah. something stupid. So I want to tell you something. Just, just go okay. soak right. in a good old chlorine pool. Uh, let's go to uh, Joan in Alabama. Joan, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. Go ahead. Joan. Joanne. Joan. Joan. Go ahead. This is Ashley from Jones, Alabama. Okay, we'll go with that. Okay, I have a cure for the alpha-gal allergy. Mm-hmm. Um, I had the alpha-gal allergy for about 10 years, and I went to Virginia Beach um, to a Dr. Donald Bobell, who gave me an acupuncture treatment called Solomon Auricular Allergy Treatment. I wore three, uh, four little needles in my ear for three weeks. And I can eat bacon and barbecue and sausage and everything I was missing again. You wore a what in your ear? Uh, three na- four needles, I think she said. In your I ear? I had four in my ear. I wore it for three weeks. It was a reset to my nervous system. And now I can eat meat again. I had to go for a hike. Had to go for a hike. Thousand degrees. Ah. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Proving daily that common sense is a superpower. American heroes, Rick and Bubba. We're back 35 minutes past the hour. Uh, so um, Adler now is being put in the crosshairs of all of our practicing and amateur doctors across the uh, Rick and Bubba audience. He'll enjoy his email today. That's Adler at rickandbubba.com. For all of you that want to help Adler, who has been um, has, has had his blood sucked by over 200 Lone Star ticks uh, all on a 30-minute hike. So anyway, uh, we'll, we'll follow that. Also, interesting call on, uh, uh, on line nine. Uh, this is Lisa. Uh, normally out of the great state of Ohio, but she says she's now in the great state of Alabama and also appreciates uh, Adler's uh, heads up on uh, any hike they may go on. Uh, Lisa, where, are you, did I get this right? You're in a school bus? Yes. Okay, we so drove down in a school bus. From what part of Ohio? Uh, around Delbrook, about 10 minutes from Wright Air Force Base. And you drove in a school bus all the way to Sweet Home, Alabama? Yes, and all the way down here, because we had golden seat tickets on the 17th of August, or the 11th of August, that got canceled, so we just decided we'd just show up 
and watch you through the window. So we're, we're almost ready to come up. All right, so you're in a school bus. Can I ask this question? Because we have a couple from Virginia out there watching right now, too. Um, and um, th- is the school bus full of people, or is it just you and yeah. your husband? Do you have students that are it's, missing from class? It's just me and my husband. Uh, we converted it to an RV at the oh, short bus. Okay. If okay. you look at the plaza, you can. Our bus is sitting in the public's parking lot. Okay. okay. We'll go look at it. Wait a minute. Break. You, you and your husband have converted a school bus into an RV, which you've now driven from Ohio to Sweet Home Alabama because you had golden ticket seats that got canceled, and y'all came anyway. Yes. Okay. Do you have another destination, Please. or was this the destination? They don't, by the way. This was the destination. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. I've been emailing oh, with, with Lisa, and, yeah, they. Yeah. I even tried to talk her out of it at one point because I thought, man, you're going to be disappointed. Come did, all this way did, to see us. Did you and your husband, I'm now, I guess, acting on behalf of Greg, who's helping with the phones, but did you and your husband make the school bus into a show enough good one? I mean, is it is it a pretty, yeah, pretty Did y'all nice? do the renovation? Oh, you'll love it. Oh, <laughs> Okay, <laughs> I love the day she, she didn't even hesitate. Oh, yeah. No, 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 we got this thing. We got this thing. So we like no it. bears or ticks. We'll get in it. No, no. Oh, that, that's good. All right. Well, we're, we'll, we're gonna come out. In the well, break. Lisa, Look. yeah, come on over. We'll, we'll see you here in a minute. Adler's taking a picture. All right. Bye right. bye. All right. Thanks. There it is. That's that's. <laughs> you know, you ever follow? You ever follow an investigative, you know, story, and you yeah. think, well, my question eventually, I'll come to a different conclusion. Mm-hmm. Then there's a couple that that converted a school bus into an RV and drove from Ohio <laughs> to the plaza because they didn't get they're not gonna get their golden ticket seats but they still want to watch yeah. and you keep thinking well this my process I'll eventually come to a different conclusion right. <laughs> but then you realize Man, no I that's ex- that's exactly what's happened out there yeah. and here's a couple from Virginia right yeah now. yes yeah did y'all have golden ticket seats too or did y'all just you did yep. okay mm-hmm. so um, uh, here's they've a- got a leadership conference in uh, Huntsville oh right. so they've they've okay. stayed here last night come out and then they're headed to hunt. okay uh two things that make me turn off the show from email tick stories and of course bub always giving the president a pass and going easy <laughs> 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 that's good that's so good all right uh let's go to is it are y'all are y'all like yes i am bubba yeah. itching i know exactly what you're gonna I, say and and i'm thinking how many has adler brought in here yeah. and yeah. dumped off around here i regret now picking him up in my arms and hugging him uh, let's go to uh, yeah, that long hair should have been a sign. <laughs> uh, there's no telling how many are not here. Uh, is it Terrell? 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 Yes. Yeah, go ahead. Yes, Terrell. Mm-hmm. Hey, tell Eller he, he ain't got nothing to worry about. That's not a long star tick. He's got in a pack of seed ticks, man. I'm a logger. Uh, them things, you get in them, they get all over you. It ain't nothing to get, <laughs> get covered up in them. Yeah. Give them a uh, bottle of rubbing alcohol. Uh, they'll. The easiest way to get him off, get him bottle rubbing alcohol, soak a rag, rub his legs, feet. Will say this, he needs to put some alcohol in a spray bottle, spray the inside of his shoes that he had on. They will get inside his shoes, put the shoes back on, he'll get them back on him again. But uh, nothing, they going to make little sores everywhere they bite him. Yeah. They are tiny. Sometimes they have to use a magnifying glass to spray them, but. Yeah, that was uh, the, that yeah, was I, I, when he said it was a long star tick. I looked at it. I, the ones I've seen are much bigger. Yeah, than that, that was my first thought when he said they were little seed ticks. I didn't think they were long star either, but I felt like I didn't know what I was talking about because or maybe they're babies. He, he had researched it, but uh, I'm with you. The, what what his body looks like and what happened in the sheer number of them sounds a lot more like seed ticks than it does long star ticks. Speedy, what Man, do you they, think? They can get you know, they can get all over you in five minutes. It don't take them but a minute. But uh, no, no, just 
get in some alcohol to prevent it. Uh, man, if he's going to take a hike, hey, he's supposed to be the woodland creature. He ought to know this. Get your bottle yeah. off, spray your yeah. shoes, your bridge's leg, you're good. Well, Greg they told him. Yeah, Greg, of course, worked for the Tuck Southern Indian Company. Leg, so yeah. Greg told him exactly Ugh. what he should have done. He's like, well, I wish I would have checked with Greg before I went out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and uh, so, so yeah. But I, I'm with you. I do not believe that Adler has been attacked by 200 Longstar ticks. I don't think babies. that's true. Tr- I promise you they're babies. But if, he had, if he hadn't sprayed his shoes, he needs yeah. to spray his shoes with some off or get him a, a spray ball, put him some just rubbing out kind of lint, spray the inside of his shoes because they will, they will get back on him. They, they'll be in his shoes. Did they you spray your jumped, shoes? They probably jumped off. They're all here in the office now. Hey, hey have you sprayed your shoes? No. Adler? Oh, are you asking me? I yes, yes, yes. I bombed everything, sprayed everything. I wish, okay. I wish a doctor would see him and tell him he's got to cut all his hair off. <laughs> <laughs> but what if he loses his strength? Yeah. Uh, Do I want to see those people's bus. Yeah. 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 The, wow. Oh, that's cool. That is that a cool is setup. Cool. So, what does it say on the side there? Headed to the Rick and Bubba show. Oh my well, goodness! Look at that. How about that? That's wow. really cool. Look at how they got their box set up in the back. I yeah, they've, they've cut the bus down so half of it is living quarter, half of it is flatbed. That's Looks cool. like they got a barrel of something what back is that, there, a keg? some bicycles. Uh, uh, probably water. That's tied in. Yeah, it looks like it's fresh water. Yeah, baby. that's it. Well, now look. Man, that's nice. <laughs> the the uh, got an air conditioner on top. Look at that. Mm-hmm. Well, they, mm, they, that's they, impressive. And it, and it looks like. I kind of want to see how they built it That's up. like a dream vehicle for me. That is amazing. Well, of course, you probably will get ticks in it. Yeah. But yeah, the, they uh, would show you, but they don't want to get ticked up. <laughs> All right. And look, you don't want, don't let Speedy comment. There's no comment cutting your mind. Yeah, I noticed you've been quiet this segment. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, you can't talk about it. You can't. You know, you, between you doing that and Bubba giving the present in the past, we got a, <laughs> we're about to cut two mics off. Well, that that is a really cool vehicle. Yeah, that's that's yeah. a great setup. Uh, let's go yeah, to. Yeah, y'all hang around because I want to come see that. Let's go to Brett and Montgomery. Brett, go ahead. I'll tell you what it looks like, Adler. <laughs> Hey y'all! Hey, how you doing? Uh, my wife, I'm good. My wife and I live in a mobile tiny house. We're tiny house enthusiasts. I just wanted to say that the bus is called a schoolie. That's the technical term. Oh. So if you take oh, a, a bus a and, there's a and, category, and you trick it out, it's a schoolie. Schoolie. Yes, called a schoolie. Well, how about that? I, I didn't know that. So the, you, this is not surprising to you, tiny house person. You, 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 when you heard them no, talking, you're like, oh, yeah, they decided to do a schoolie. Oh, Adler, I was going to tell you, because I know how you love these things, I saw a vehicle yesterday. It was on a lot. There was two or three of them uh, that you might could get and trick out. They, it looked like they were old armored cars. Really? Now, that would be a good camera no, right there. Yeah. Oh, that'd be a show enough yeah. good one. Oh, yeah, huh? zombie apocalypse vehicle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trey in Alabama. Trey, go ahead. Yeah, Trey. Hey, how's it going, guys? How about good. it? Good. Good. Uh, yeah. Adler needs to go to the doctor quick. Yes. Uh, I've been I've been there and had Lyme disease. Mm. Um, it took about three weeks from the tick bite to get my first symptom, and it was never a rash. I never got a single rash. It was uh, I just started running a fever and told my doc I'd been bitten by a tick and ended up with Lyme disease. I ran a hundred and two degree fever for over a month. In all fairness, mm. though, uh, I think he's fine. He's fully vaccinated. <laughs> All right, so let's go to Johnny. Yeah, we're getting a lot of email with that. Adler, you do need to go get that check because they can give you something right now to head that off. Yeah. Johnny, welcome it's to the Rick and Bubba Show. Go ahead. Hey, how's it going today? Good. Hey. Hey, Adler needs to just come uh, get a uh, one-gallon bottle of Clorox for it in the bathtub. I've been in Alabama 57 years. I don't know anything about a unicorn tick, Okay. You may need to call Jerry the Bulldozer, man, and get his opinion of it. Hey, I'm telling you some seed ticks. 
a unicorn tick. Yeah. Uh, now, that was the thing I was telling Adam in the break, because I was afraid you can't talk about that on the air, because then somebody will get the wrong mix. I don't think our audience can handle bleach talk, but you're right. That is very effective. Uh, we'll come back uh, bottom of the hour. I'm sorry. No, it's not. 15 minutes to the top of the hour. Somebody just panicked. It's supposed to be at work. I know. Sorry about that. Or you thought you had more time. Uh, 15 minutes to the top. More Rick and Bubba next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. minutes to the top of the hour we'll get into some uh, other emails here momentarily i'm i'm reading some dandies today hey gabby.com i, I do want to ask you this um when was the last time and look be honest i know it until until this sponsor came along i didn't do it either uh but i didn't realize a service like this was available gabby.com slash bubba in minutes you can find out whether you're overpaying for your car uh, or your homeowner's insurance. If your automobile or homeowner's insurance, is it possible you could get the exact same coverage from somebody else at a lot less? Well, the people who are doing this, and it's a free service, so we're saving an average of about $1,000 a month. Uh, that's the average. So uh, so take a look at this now. It's Get a Better Insurance, G-A-B-I, Gabby.com slash Bubba. You, you, you give them some information, takes just minutes, and then 40 other insurance providers will pop up with the exact same coverage, and you can see if the savings is good. They're not going to waste your time with with bringing up things that are not uh, they're not going to be in the ball game. It's going to be something that's right where you are or better, and then you can decide whether the savings is is enough for you to make that change. This is something. Let's be honest; none of us ever really investigate because we don't want to take time to do it. But with Gabby.com slash Bubba, you can do it easy, and you can do it for free, and it's simple. And you can find out. And then if you're overpaying, make an adjustment. If you're not, then you know stay where you are. Gabby.com slash Bubba. Also a link at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button. Bubba, we're bringing back an oldie but a goodie from years past when uh, you're, you'll pull out some emails. And, and then we'll, uh, we'll open them up. We'll read a few of them. And then we'll comment on it. It, it goes way back to the beginning of the Internet week when we called it an update from the Information Superhighway. Actual letters from you, the greatest, most influential, best-looking, listening audience in the world. How do I email you guys? Well, in the old days, you needed instruction. Now you probably don't. Just go to rickandbubba.com and click on contact, and you'll see the different email options there. Email us all or in, uh, email your individual member of the Rick and Bubba team. Uh, Bubba standing by with a letter number one. Rick, we begin with an email from Lynn Emerson. She says, yes, seed ticks carry Lone Star, Mm-mm. or really the alpha gal. Mm-hmm. My husband was bitten in 2014 by seed ticks while scouting for deer. He contracted alpha gal within two weeks. After four years, Rick, of no mammal meat and no more tick bites, he can now eat meat again. Uh, it's been about two weeks, no swelling, no itching after he tried meat. Adler should be good on the alpha gal. If you don't mind waiting four years. Yeah. So, now, so in four years, you can eat meat again, man. That ain't no big deal. That's nothing. Uh, you'll be fine. It's a, you only uh, got 200 or so on you. Yeah. Subject <laughs> vaccine insurance policy. Here we uh, go. This comes from Paul Hansel. We're going to have a lot of these today. Bubba, if the government would come up with a life insurance policy that would take care of my family if something should happen to me after I took the vaccine, I would be on board with vac- uh, vaccination. Uh, what would... 
be your take on this. Maybe we need Alexander Shinora or the Alabama Hammer to draw up some sort of legal That's document. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, well, it's uh, you know we we said all along you need to consult with your doctor and make a wise decision for your particular situation. Uh, subject vaccine. This comes from Stephen Godfrey. If you are required to get it by an employer, OSHA requires uh, you to be for the business to be liable for the well-being of the people who who take it in the event of a side effect. Yeah, I thought that OSHA, that I thought OSHA might get involved, and I know unions get involved. If you're going to force people to take a uh, experimental pharmaceutical, uh, and you're forcing them to do that, there's got to be some sort of recourse if it were to go south, and hopefully and prayfully it won't. But if no. if it does, uh, you're not having any recourse. I'm not sure that's going to sit well with OSHA and the labor unions. Yeah, and more on that. Mandatory vaccines. Uh, Bubba just finished a conference two weeks ago with some well-known attorneys who gave a legal update for employers who are considering vaccine uh, mandates. Yes, the employer is responsible for medical costs that may occur due to adverse effects from the vaccine. It falls with the Workers' Compensation Act. This comes from Jeremy Ford. Mm, okay. so. uh, one more, nurses. Um, says, can you please talk about the fact that in this group that has worked its entire way through the pandemic, when there was no vaccine, and now we're being forced to have to take one uh, when we worked through the entire pandemic without one, all of a sudden now we are a threat to the patients. Saw that email. I'm glad you picked that one. I, I thought that was a very, very good point. Um, you know, most, they want to remain anonymous mo- in this case. Most of these nurses uh, have uh, worked through the, pan- the, the first wave of the pandemic when a vaccine was not even available. And, Rick, as a matter of fact, we have, uh, we have video. And they didn't really become a uh, problem spreader, did they? Mm-hmm. We, have no. a, we have a video clip dealing with this. I don't know if we have time here. It's about a minute 36. Adler cut number three. And it's, it's addressing this very topic today. Now, think about what they're saying, what they're being asked to do, mm-hmm. and think about what they're being told. And then listen to what these nurses say. And we've got the video right here. Right. Hi, my name is Heather Cobble, and I'm a registered nurse here in San Diego. I actually resigned from my job yesterday as a registered nurse because of this state mandate to be vaccinated. I was no problem working in the healthcare system over the last 18 months without a vaccine, but now all of a sudden I'm a threat to public health? Tell me where this makes sense. All of you sitting up here with your masks on, you know that those masks don't do anything. As a healthcare provider, we are taught how to use PPE. We're taught universal precautions and we know how to implement them when we're when we're dealing with patients who have a viral infection. I don't understand how you guys don't see the bigger picture here. What you're doing is you're creating a healthcare crisis. We already have a nursing shortage in America. So now in San Diego County, I know for a fact, there's several hospitals that are operating on an all bed crisis. You know why we're doing that? Wilma, do you know why? Because we have a healthcare shortage, a healthcare nursing, nursing shortage, excuse me. And you know that. These numbers are skewed. The testing is skewed. This needs to stop. I don't understand. Nathan, you can't even look at anybody when, you're, when they're up here speaking. It's so rude. So rude. And I do have to say one thing. Jim Desmond, I want to thank you personally because I have reached out to you over the last 18 months and you are the only supervisor to ever respond to any one of my emails. So thank so she makes a point. You realize if I'm a nurse, all I do is work on patients that I can catch what they have, 
And I've been taught how to use PPE so that we don't have a rash right. of a bunch of us. Does it mean no one ever catches? Of course it doesn't. Mm-hmm. But she says we have never worked with people that have viral diseases that we can catch where we had a vaccine to protect us from it, and we have never been a health risk. When did we become a health risk? We've even been through the first wave of this or the whatever wave it was the, when we didn't have a vaccine and we did not become a health risk. Why are we a health risk now? Why, why are you forcing us to take a vaccine when we know how to use PPE? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a legitimate point. Yeah. Th- this is that mandate thing that everybody yeah. thinks they're doing the right thing, and they think they're covering their backside uh, from liability, and all they're doing is getting rid of some of the best people who can help them work through this problem. And Greg keeps making the point, who is vaccinated, uh, I thought we now know that the variant, uh, I mean, if you want to keep it out of the hospital, I'm talking about if it, if it yeah. can help with that, yeah, find right. like any treatment. But as far as spreading it, the vaccine on the variant is not any help at all. Or if it is, it's not It's not, It's not. not 100% because people with the vaccine Fully are Fully vaccinated it. people are still coming down with it, still spreading it. Maybe it's not as severe. We hope not. But, but for some it has been. Yeah, for we can, some we, it has we, been. We can't right. act like that nobody who's fully vaccinated hasn't been hospitalized or died because they have. The, That's not a big number. Praise God for that. Strangely, mm-hmm. but the U.S. numbers are different than the rest of the world that we have so far. We have Israel mm-hmm. and we have, uh, was it Ireland? We have good numbers. They're saying about 50-50. The U.S. is saying 90% of the new and, and cases hope, are unvaccinated. I hope that holds because I hope it is helpful to keep people out of hospital. Yeah, I do keep too. From dying. I do too, but I, I have a feeling there's more uh, thumbs on the scale than we're getting the real numbers, but to this sadly. Point, but to this point, how can nurses be being forced to take a vaccine when they've worked their entire careers around people where they can catch what they have. You better thank those young ladies and young men for what they're doing. Well, and like she said, we're going to lose them. Top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. You're listening to the Radio Revolution. Rick and Bubba. Six minutes now past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. All right, so we, as we make our way back, coming up this hour, if you've been uh, interested in what's happening with the Southeastern Conference, and when I say that, y'all all know what I mean, this football thing, uh, Greg Sankey uh, is going to join us, the commissioner, this hour. And uh, we will talk about uh, what's going on with the SEC with the eighth commissioner after Mike Slive stepped down in 2015. Uh, and uh, so we'll, we'll talk to him uh, coming up this hour. And I'm, you, you know, Rick, he's done such a great job with the SEC for his contracts, expansion. Uh, I mean, you're talking about just, uh, you know, hitting home run after home run, no pun intended. I'm not too sure we shouldn't let him take up the Afghani war. Well, you know what? I think it probably would have been done better. Uh, so some other things, another Rick and Bubba University, the podcast will be done today, uh, and uh, Brad Ryan will be our guest from Three on the String. But for you folks in Rick and Bubba land, we will walk through some historic things that you may not know. So enjoy that interview coming up this weekend. Yesterday's <clears throat> Bible study new series, First Corinthians, started, uh, and you can get it now. It's archived from yesterday's Bible study. And, Bubba, I have an update from Cape Girardeau, Missouri. Uh, where we'll be going this Saturday to do a man church one day. Rich Wingo and I will be speaking at Linwood Baptist Church in Cape Girardeau, Missouri. I've got uh, from the contact yesterday, he said, I'm not saying that he's going to come or that you'll get to meet him, but we have reached out to David Limbaugh. 
And, and we've met David before, right. and we've had him on the show. He's he's a super guy. Yes. And, uh, of course, Rush's brother. And, uh, you know, just, uh, again, Rush did such a great job for our industry. You know, whether you agree with his politics oh, or not, irrelevant. he, he, uh, he single-handedly saved the AM broadcast band. I'm about to say something stupid, so just get ready for that. And, and Rick, I hope, <laughs> you, I hope you do get to meet uh, some people from Rush's family, and I hope they – you know, listen to the show, and I hope they like what we do. And uh, you know, that, that would just that would really be awesome. Well, it was a big miss for us. I mean, throughout our, uh, we did try. In all fairness, the, the fortunate we've been so so blessed and so so fortunate to have been able to do what we do for as long as we have, and to at least experience some form of some success. Yeah, not just to, getting to keep doing. Not it, to the <laughs> level of Limbaugh. No, I mean, no, not we, we, no. I mean, we we're just smudge on Limbaugh's we're shoes. We're a bunch of dandies. But but anyway, but he he influenced all of us, and he he saved AM radio completely, uh, and he created a genre of radio that frankly did not exist, and uh, and it's now the. The, probably, if Other you look, Bruce if you, if, yes, see, well, you, but you know, <laughs> yeah, it was like real. Yeah, well, having <laughs> having a conservative point of view mm-hmm. as a commentator on a talk show, and also all the things, if you if you if you're a podcast person, whether you like Rush Limbaugh or not, if you're just interested in this industry or historic things or people that'll go down in history in their uh, in their field, uh, it's called the Man Behind the Golden Microphone, and uh, and it has uh, Bo Snurdly. Uh, and it's James, I forget his real name. Golden. James Golden. He hosted, and he interviews all these people that worked. And but in, and they also drop in these, they basically take you to the history. Mm-hmm. You know, he was the typical deal. He got fired by about seven, eight people when he was oh, trying yeah. to be a hot rocking DJ. Yep. And because he's the one to try I used to, to love hearing those old video, those old audio clips. And then when too. you hear how, first of all, everybody said, what middle of the day, complete disaster, mm-hmm. nobody's going to give you that time. Mm-hmm. You can't do that syndication, how that works. Nobody wants that. Hey, man, keep it local. And and all the things that, that he was told were not going to work, that everybody in the industry who told him that was wrong and everybody who thought it would work, they were right. Mm-hmm. And now if you look at it, and this is where you need to correct me if you think I'm wrong, I'm talking about modern day, mm-hmm. modern day, terrestrial radio, modern day. Yes. I'm talking about now. Yes. The most successful form of modern day radio that makes the most money is conservative news talk. Yes or no? Uh yes. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, and, absolutely. And he created not even close. And he created that genre. Yeah, I think so, so too. So that's a pretty big deal. But here's what I was going to ask you. And this is where I'm going to sound kind of stupid because I must not know the tie-in other than the state. Why is he buried in St. Louis and not in Cape Girardeau? Well, you know, it's uh, it's same state. Right, but I mean that's not where he's from. Uh, he, he didn't live in St. Louis. He never lived in St. Louis. It, it just may be where the family had a plot or something. Right, you yeah. know, I, I don't know. I mean, because I start trying to do a tie-in, I go now. Was I'm he, sure there's a reason. I hate for to that. say this, even when I he mean wo- it, it's not like it's you know that even when he worked in Major League Baseball, he worked for the Royals. He didn't yeah. work for the Cardinals. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean that didn't make well, sense. Kansas City's in the same state too. Well, I know, but why is he not buried in Kansas City? Why is it St. Louis? <laughs> and that may be like the nearest big city where. You know they have very large, <laughs> where they probably have large uh, cemeteries or something. Well, I don't know. Well, you don't have a cemetery in Cape Girardeau or well, Kansas it may, City. It, it may be a small one. He may have wanted a big one. Yeah, you know. I want to know. It may th- have been a family plot that had been there for years. I don't. That know. That may be the most. I think that's yeah. the most yeah. most yeah. logical. Logical answer. that his family sometime long ago bought yeah. plots at Saint Louis. Maybe they lived now. Given Rush could have bought one anywhere he wanted. Well, yeah, to. he's not yeah. even buried in Florida where he where he lived for how long? I mean, I would think that Rush Limbaugh would be buried in Cape Girardeau. You would. 
I mean, but you know what? Well, uh, you, 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 if you run into David, won't you ask him? Well, I tell you one thing: when I come back, we're gonna know. Because <laughs> I'm going to Cape Girardeau, and I don't have a lot of time. I'm in and out a little quicker than and, I probably and look, need to be. Look, we we wanted to meet Rush. We never got that opportunity. As a matter of fact, most people we meet uh, that we do know change their numbers, you know, soon after. Mm. But uh, now, you he, know what? We did what we could do. Rush Limbaugh did not. He no one ever convinced him that it it would it would be a good experience. To spend time with us, <laughs> and we wanted to meet from him. people who had spent time with and us, and we got close. We yeah. we we had a good rapport with his brother. Of course, remember we all, if you've listened to the show for a long period of time, we think we're closer to his brother than we are. But okay? we but we right. we have met sure. him, right. but, and we've had him on the show. But a we think of he would remember us, and he won't. Okay? Probably not. Right. No, but we think no. he would. Right. We thought we connected. Now you know that's that flaw we have. You know, it's just, it, it is a flaw. I right. give you that. Right. <laughs> and then people we actually connect to seem to. Right. Eventually, forget us. Right, like Hannity. And but I, but Hannity, and I will give Hannity credit. Like uh, if, if we ever end up back in his presence, now he lights back up like a light, and he starts giving us a ton. Yeah. But but like when he changed his phone, and everything. Yeah. This last he didn't. Time, he didn't really tell us. He didn't. Tell you us. know, I'm going to change my number. Here's mm-hmm. my new one. If you need yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. And and I, I may I may have caused that. That may be on me. And that is because I kept. Text him and email him every time he'd bring up his martial arts skills that yeah. I thought I could still I, whip his ass. You, you know, uh, I had that number and I shared it with you, and that yeah. may have been a mistake. Well, if I, I think if I hadn't started that, yeah, because that I, that, I could see where that yeah, would because I right. never yeah. sent him stuff like I needed anything. I right. would, I'd just right. hear him on the air, you know, reminding us how tough he was, and I would, and I would send him a text going, "By the way, I can still take you," and and he probably didn't think that was as funny as I did. <laughs> You know, Maybe the first time. <laughs> Apparently yeah. not. Well, you know I love that kind of stuff. Well, yeah. But anyway, so. Uh, Rick, I think it's just simply that it is a historic graveyard. Okay. And there's over 87,000 graves there and monuments and um, industrial leaders. May uh, I interject something? And you say yes because it sounds like what you're saying. This is just me trying to nutshell it because yeah. you know that's how I have to learn. And that is this. If you are a famous Missourian. You're buried in this. this that, it's that a big, is, it's a big deal to be there. I think it is. Fair. It's a big deal to okay, be there. Okay, got it. Yes. Yeah. Got it. Now, that's yeah. not where I'm going, so I won't get to go get my picture made there. No. Right. But, um, yeah. So that that hurts. The um, Did I tell you about the time, though, that I was in a part of Mississippi doing a men's thing and I got my picture made by Robert Johnson's grave? Yeah, you did. Mm-hmm. You tell well, me about that. A little different. Rick, how many people? You didn't go to the crossroads to check out. I was it, I was called, there. I did go there. Bellafontaine or Bellafonte? Mm-hmm. Bellafontaine. If you're uh, from cemetery. Missouri. Or Bellafontaine Cemetery. Bellafontaine. Do you know how many graves are there? Really? I just bunch. said, Bubba. 87,000. 87, <laughs> 87. Is that what you said? 87? I said the name and the number of graves. Hey, hey, look what I found. You over, know how many graves are there? Over 314 acres. Yeah. Right. And Walter Lewis is buried there. Is he Lewis? Back to this though. So oh, y'all it's still fun. So I yeah. na- now I can put this to bed. If you're an influential historic <laughs> Missourian, it's a big deal to be buried there. That's yes, it. and that's yeah. why he's there with all the other many Missouri- soldiers from the American Civil War. Got it. Politicians, local the leaders, family, all the Gallant Pelham's not there. He's in Jacksonville. Thank mm-hmm. you, Greg. We <laughs> said Civil War. Thanks for updating us on that. There's <laughs> a lot of people in the Civil War. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, well, I'm telling you where the Gallup Pellet well, is at. you know, it's true. So and, and, and nice time to bring up, you've got a plot right next to him. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, uh, and he'll call you the Gallup Greg. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we come back at Sankey next, right? The we're, talking, commission? we're talking about the commission. Next. I got him at 836. Do you? We're off. Well, you may be right. I, may, I, I don't know where I am. I wish you would call on him. I'd like to talk to him. Yeah, well, it's coming up. Yep.
Yeah, we still got another segment. We only got one segment. We can't we can't relive the past. We gotta get into the new stuff. Alright, we'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio! Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. 21 minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba show. Eight-six-six-we-be-big is our number. Greg Sankey, we told you, coming up next segment. Uh, so we'll chat with him on the old Rick and Bubba show. But there are some stories uh, happening today in college football before we get to talking to the commission for the SEC. Uh, Bubba, Nebraska, uh, under investigation for NCAA violations. And this is a setback because... As you know, this show, and I don't think we have any dissenters, uh, this show desires for Nebraska to be good again. Oh, I do. I do. I yeah. love. I used to love right. when uh, them in Oklahoma played uh, Thanksgiving oh. week. Oh, yeah. Sometimes it was Thanksgiving Day, sometimes the day after. Mm-hmm. And it was number one and number two in the country. Man, they were some great matchups. Yeah, so Nebraska. Running that option. Nebraska yeah. is one of those college football towns and one of those, those teams that, that I need to be good again. And, I mean, I want them to be like when they were – like dreaded and ter- that they, huge they, offensive they would line just they terrorize had. you. Had the red pants, oh white my shirt, gosh. white headgear with just, just the old plain in on. Yeah, right there. and and just the, you know when I think when I think about offensive linemen and awards, I think of Nebraska, but of course not anymore. But and uh, but and so I'm even with if we if they're doing what they're being accused of doing by the NCAA and they're investigating it, I say we do not punish them. Let Nebraska do whatever they need to do to be good again. I don't yeah, even care yeah. if they cheat. Yeah, if, I, I just want, yeah, I saw I, the headline. I, I thought, just, ooh, and then I saw what it was. I was like, well, well, everybody else in the country was doing the same thing. They if, just didn't get caught. If I was the judge in this, I would go, well, based on your record, it really didn't help case dismissed. There you go. Right. Uh, but, right. But let me take this back, Rick. Remember when – Let's see, are they the Big 12? I can't remember. This. Correct, yeah, yes. Okay, they're the Big 12. No, no, well, who are you talking about? Nebraska. They're in the Big 10 now. Big 10, which they, has 12. Well, 14. no, they've got 14. 14, that makes okay, it worse. The, the they used 12. to be in the Big 12 and jumped to the Big 10. I'm going to ask college football to take numbers. Yeah, we've out had of this. Yeah. yeah, we've talked about it. So he's take a, big out. Oh, so they're, they're, in the, they're in the 14. Correct. Okay. And you remember when <laughs> – the 14 shut down their season. Guess what name my conference is. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, go ahead. And you remember their their coach. You talking about Tiny Scott Frost? Tiny Scott Frost. Hey, he was going to go play Frost. in a field somewhere. He said, we'll play you in a field. Yep. Do you think he was just in the field waiting that's for somebody funny. to play? <laughs> that's, that's a great point. That's that's a that he was out there ready for great, somebody to come play. That's he, a great point. He didn't mean to cheat. <laughs> he wouldn't cheat. He was waiting on a game. He had his team on the field to play. Yeah, that's they it. were ready to play. He'll play anybody, anywhere. Right to the conference, come back and said, "No, you won't." And then he went to be Tiny Scott Frost. Yeah. How did Tiny Scott Frost talk? Yes, I'm, that's, it's okay. We'll just stay here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's Tiny. Let me tell you, Tiny Scott Frost. About one more year at Nebraska with them being yeah. uh, like they have been, he maybe want to be back at Central Florida. I know he played at Nebraska, and that seemed like a dream job at the yeah. time. But he had it going on at Central Florida. Yeah, he did. So anyway, they're, they're investigating. But I say, no matter what, I'm with Bubba. If Nebraska was practicing during the time of the shutdown, that doesn't matter. Let them get in some extra practice. We need them to be good again. And let's just say, and I think, Bob, we use your scenario. They did nothing wrong. Scott Frost had his team in a field prepared to play somebody. Nobody showed up, and it looked like a practice. So let's let's forgive uh, Nebraska. I don't want them under any violations. 
As a matter of fact, if we can allow them to double scholarships, whatever we need to do to get Nebraska good again for college football, I want it. Rick, I'll go this far. I've always thought if teams cheat but they still are no good, no we punishment. shouldn't punish them. No punishment. It's like no blood, no fire. That's right. Now, if they go and win the national championship, you go, okay, well, they shouldn't right. have done that. They, they had an unfair advantage. Right. But when you cheat and you still suck, you shouldn't be punished. Nah, I totally agree. That's right. I think that's it, a good rule. It right? didn't give you an advantage. So no. Good. We'll ask Commissioner Sankey what he thinks about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's back. I remember when I would hear <laughs> No blood, no Who pimped on them, though? Yeah. How'd they find out? Oh, some practice? empty skimp. Yeah. My goodness. I'm telling you, Rick, 90% of the other teams that were shut down were doing the same of thing. Of course they were. Everybody you remember was when high school, we used to report in July in the wrestling oh, room. Oh, we practiced. <laughs> when I was in high school, we practiced year-round. Yeah. Are you, you saying know? you broke rules? Yes. Absolutely. 100% I'm saying that. Along with the rest of the county. We were saying that at Jacksonville the whole time. Well, <laughs> you know, you know. So y'all didn't break them. Look how it turned out. Well, right. I know. No, hey, no harm, no foul. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Apparently, y'all should have followed our plan better. Yeah. Uh, what about going? At least y'all made it count. You're right. Yeah. yeah. At least when we were how hot it was in that bus, that y'all wouldn't count. That's right. They oh, didn't bye. run. Bye bye. It's like they counted students as they got off the bus. <laughs> That don't even make. Sense. I bet they I've went by who was say, enrolled. I've heard him tell that. Rick, story. I know it was it was back in the eighties, but I believe they had technology of paperwork. <laughs> Look, I'll go this far straight up. Out that bus, they held it up till they quit counting heads. I'll, I'll go. This th- coming from the two just admitted you cheated. Yeah, well, no, me, that's good. But we didn't count buses. <laughs> but we, we we practiced in the wrestling room though. Hot in there, by the way. Now, if you'd come down to the wrestling room and tried to count, you'd have found some people in there. <laughs> I was in, in helmet and shoulder pads and shorts. <laughs> I will. I will. I will say this. They. It goes back to we God, did, was hot in there. We did have a really good a program and really good coaches, but I will tell you this, especially that one year that we played y'all, y'all had a better team and we still beat you. You know what I mean? Uh, I mean, uh, well, if they just started in July. How about this? We didn't have the players y'all had that year. Yeah, that was that was. A, Everybody a always thought we won because we had better players. We won because we had better coaches and had a better program. Yeah, because a lot of times we we didn't have we we were outmanned by everybody we played, especially in playoffs. Uh, Greg Law dropped bread going in. Yep, down there inside the five. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Greg was a great player. I played basketball. No, he was, good. He was a good guy. No, he, was he good. appreciates you bringing yeah. that up. I carried that, yeah. that ball a little loose. He, he had just gotten over it. Oh yeah, him. yeah. Got talking about it. Yeah. At least he didn't run out of bounds on fourth down. <laughs> well, he thought it was third. Right. The uh, that, we covered that. That is one mystery we found. We did. We got to the bottom. We did it. Ken Stadler did the same thing in Alabama. They say. Yeah, that's true. Threw it out of bounds. Thought it was third down. I like. But I, I like that we have Henry the Horse character so we can actually hear y'all's fights. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, is yeah, that's right. That is fun. <laughs> that's a good da, 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 da. That was a good one. We never da, got to hear it much. Da, 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 the, uh, <laughs> I think the only – probably the only time you heard it is when you snapped the ball over Robbie's head 40 yards. <laughs> I remember that let very me, clearly. Let me tell you when you know that I you're – I was sitting in the stands watching yeah. that. Now, that was the year we did have a better team. Y'all. We were really <laughs> y'all, good. Yeah, yeah, but the – but the uh, yeah, that was uh, – um, Will Muschamp also in the news saying that he's bringing something special to Georgia. And what is that? Uh, he, uh, you know, he's he's there. He's brought something. He special. forgot to take it to South hey, Carolina. He's, <laughs> he's bringing something special. He's brought everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> he's brought that specialist to two or three stops. They say. I tell you who I'd like to be is his real estate agent. Yeah, because yeah. I make money going and coming off of him. <laughs> well, well, let me tell you what's interesting, and I agree. Hope with this. he leases cars. I agree with the person. I agree with the person that wrote this article. They love the coaching carousel, especially when former head coaches go to play smaller roles at other schools. Yeah. You know, yeah. Just to kind of see. And what you find out a lot of times, and I think it's happening here with Muschamp, what you find out a lot of times is just because you're a good assistant coach doesn't mean you'll be a great head coach. 
That, that, sometimes that happens. Sometimes you know it he was uh, yeah. he was a graduate assistant at Jacksonville State yeah. when he very yeah. first started. First sometimes yeah. people are role players, even as coaches, and they're they're perfect to be inserted into <laughs> a staff. <laughs> right, let me ask I mean, you, but they don't really have the skill set to be the CEO uh, of the team. Let me whatever. ask you this: Muschamp has been at so many schools. What in the world does his closet look like when it comes to sweatshirts? Oh, Do you think he's man. got a logo for every team in the South? Probably every looks single like, team? Probably looks like our closet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got so many logo shirts, so, I don't know what to do. So he's filled in when, when your buddy, O'Cochran, had to step down. Why are you calling him my buddy? Because you're just a huge fan of him. No, what what, no, what happened with Cochran? He, he needed – what, did he step down for yeah. personal reasons? Yeah. yeah. To work on – he. I don't know. Yeah. But Muschamp was on the staff as an analyst, and now Ooh. they've moved him into that. Yeah, which basically he's being an analyst, so they can get into that buyout money yeah. guy from South Carolina. Right. Yeah. So it says he's having an impact in Georgia. They, and I, they, and I, think, I think his money from Auburn just ran out too. So, yeah, so he's still sitting pretty good. <laughs> Florida, yeah, Florida money. I mean, good night. He's getting checked from eight schools. <laughs> Sankey's next. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Hi, this is Herschel Walker. You're listening to the Rick and Bubba Show. Let's go. 35 minutes past the hour from the broadcast plaza and teleport another day of Rick and Bubba. Uh, we have been looking forward to this conversation and our thanks to SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey for joining us today. Uh, Commissioner, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. How are you? Uh, thank you. You know, I've been there. I've been on before. You guys have forgotten. Apparently, I used to be the band parent with like the Briarwood band when they'd show up. <laughs> oh, that's right. I forgot about that. No idea who was standing in the background with those things. <laughs> I, I didn't even know that, Commissioner. That, that, first off, let us congratulate you on your new deal. Uh, you're going to be extended as an SEC commissioner, and you've done a great job and well deserved. Well, uh, my hair is getting gray, so at the end of that deal, I may not have any, but it's it's rewarding to have the support of our presidents and chancellors. It's been it's hard to believe it's been six years, and you know, just the last year and a half has been like three decades. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, I look forward to a future. It's an exciting place, an exciting time, and a lot of change. And uh, it's good to have the kind of stability and support that we have in the Southeastern Conference. Commissioner, too, I think you have to be commended for keeping the best secret in modern history. I mean, maybe with the exception of the formula of Coke, you kept the the secret of Nebraska, uh, Texas, and Oklahoma joining the SEC, and I don't know how in the world you kept that quiet. Well, somebody just shuddered when you said Nebraska first. So it's <laughs> well, we I'll just did a Nebraska story. No, it was well, fresh well, on my well, mind. Well, let me tell you something. If you want to go ahead and announce that today, you can, or you can keep out a secret, too. <laughs> well, there goes that second segment. <laughs> uh, you know, it's, uh, it, it, it's, it's fascinating to me to think about how narratives develop. And I actually went back to uh, when I was going through the search process, I had just a little line that said, we want to make ourselves as best, <laughs> most successful as we possibly can uh, do things with excellence so that people really come to us, whether it's you know, writers asking us about how we continue to sustain excellence or people want to work here. And really that produced a, a, a phone call saying, Hey, you know, would you be interested if, if we ever sought 
sought membership and you know that was on them what what people what people seem to miss is they had to make decisions about their future and then we had to make decisions so there's a risk there um and i certainly couldn't guarantee membership but um there obviously was interest given the prominence of the university of oklahoma and university of texas and ultimately our members <laughs> unanimously said uh those two will be an important part of our future so we, we tried to manage that appropriately managed it well and it uh, certainly was big news when it broke. Yeah. Did they mention at all that part of them leaving the Big 12 was that there's only 10 teams? Uh, <laughs> I, 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 can, can you do anything? We were to, Some of these names, I mean, the, the Big 10 has 14 teams. The Big 12 has 10. Uh, is it time to correct these numbers? I mean, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't seem to make sense. Well, I thought we cut a deal for me to appear. There's not any math. On this. <laughs> <laughs> we, we've now got that problem. We, we do try uh, to stay clear of that. I do have, um, I do have like social media remarks about it's the Southeastern Conference. Uh, and, yeah, you know, yeah. uh, well, if you look at quadrants of the of the United States, all of our members are in the southeastern portion of the of the United States. So we do, we do, we have stayed away from numbers and we use geography as a broad label and it works pretty well. Yeah. yeah Commis- just keep it broad. Commissioner with the, with Texas and Oklahoma coming in, ha- have you really addressed realignment yet? What the East and West is going to look like, or will that be uh, an argument for another day? We, we just finished two days of discussions for the first time with athletics directors after the announcement of membership transition. That was the first opportunity to bring people together, talk about principles. And what I've asked is that we just look at the big picture. So you asked a question about divisions and I won't answer a question now about divisions because I want us to take a step back and really think about how can we move teams through our campuses more frequently? You know, right now, if you're on the East side, your non-permanent West opponent, you'll see at home once in 12 years. We shouldn't be doing that. We should rotate with the, with the names of the universities, the prominence of our football programs. We want those to show up on our campuses and on the road at other campuses more frequently. Now, how do we achieve that? And, and that's really the beginning point of our conversation. Rather than just talking about divisions or no divisions, who's in the East, who's in the West, let's figure out what types of opportunities can we find that provide more rotation, more variety, draw fans in for these big games with the Southeastern Conference label, and then we'll figure out the format. Totally agree with that. As a fan, I think that there's too many prominent brands that we don't see together on one of the two one of the two teams' com- uh, campuses enough. And I, man, if we could address that, that'd be great. I mean, we're missing some great matchups. Like I say, every twelve years is just it's too much time. Yeah, Commissioner, oh, yeah. go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, I was just going to say, you know, one of the one of the great narratives out of our past expansion is Kentucky, I think two years ago, played in College Station. That was the one time in 12 years Kentucky football played Texas A&M on the road. They sold every ticket available because people wanted to be a part of it. It was new. It was fresh. It was a different place. Well, you, you know, you want to find the balance. Once every 12 years, it's skewed too far. So how can you maybe swing that pendulum a bit so that there's more frequency, more familiarity? It feels like a conference, even with a larger number of teams. Commissioner, is it even possible that that you might see a, a different format that that's not as relying on East and West? And that's kind of what I'm hearing you say, where we might see in football 
uh, more of a jumbled up schedule and then just the best two teams play in Atlanta for a championship? Is, is something like that even a, a remote possibility? I would narrow it to that. So I, again, back up. I have this book uh, on my bookshelf called, called The Art of Possibility. And so what I want us to do is deal with possibilities now. Uh, we had to change in the early 90s when Roy Kramer created divisions in the championship game. The championship game is, is really a cultural icon for, for us to think back, you know, well over 25 years now when there was a lot of resistance and every conference has moved to that format for determining a football champion. That's special. How we determine who's there at the 16-team level it can include divisions. I showed actually at the AD meeting, there's a Saturday Night Live skit it's from years ago called The Change Bank, where you show up with a 20 and you get two 10s or two 10s and two 5s, however you want it, we can figure it out. So we're like in the change bank portion of the discussion. Let's think about the possibilities. We might give you $21 bills back if you give me a $20 bill. And then narrow it down based on a set of principles. One of those that I think is important is rotation, and that may include divisions, but that remains to be seen. Commissioner, too, uh, you've, you've kind of been at the forefront pushing for change at the NCAA. Are, are we going to see that model modified here in the next few years, maybe more autonomy for the conferences? Or how, how do you see the NCAA five, ten years down the road? Yeah, wow. Well, I, I, why don't you ask me about six months down the road first? It's a little bit difficult for me to follow the bouncing ball of NCAA constitutional initiatives. You know, Fundamentally, again, when you look at the problem in the big picture, Uh, We have a different set of realities in this conference than others in Division I, yet we're all forced into the same room and told, why don't you make great decisions? And and here's the kicker, for student-athletes. Well, I want opportunities for my student-athletes. Like this year, I believe, based on what we learned last year, we should have started preseason practice three, four, five days earlier and built in more rest days to preseason practice more recovery time. We did that last year when we when we adjusted around the pandemic. We just needed the space to do it. Well, you throw it into a big room and somebody says, well, we can't afford to bring kids in three days early. Our summer school's here. We don't have this. We don't have that. I'm just trying to do the right thing. And in that circumstance, you hear the frustration that we're stuck in this bureaucracy that doesn't produce good results. So fast forward to your question. What's it going to look like in five years? Well, we've taken a problem to say we are in the modern era of college athletics and there was a 22-person committee and then like three days later, no, it's 23. And then two days later, no, it's 28 people. So if that doesn't speak to the NCA, I don't know what does, number one. And number two, we've taken a big problem that doesn't fit the NCA committee structure and stuck it right in an NCA committee. That may not seen the best way to, to achieve optimal outcomes. And so those of us in, in leadership roles are going to have to participate. I, I want to see the NCA as an effective organization, uh, but its leadership has to adapt. Its board of governors has to adapt. Those of us in commissioner's chairs have to adapt and be more nimble and thoughtful and effective in how we approach what is a clearly modern era of college sports. We'll come back and we'll discuss uh, more about this modern era of college sports with SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey when we 
When we return, um, our number is 866-WE-BE-BIG. Uh, and after we wrap up with Commissioner Sankey, we'll take some of your phone calls after that. But we'll come back and we'll continue our discussion as the Rick and Bubba show continues. Uh, get all the details uh, on everything Rick and Bubba at rickandbubba.com. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. It's 10 minutes to the top of the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show. We're back. Uh, we'll continue our conversation with SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey here quickly. Uh, HelloFresh.com. HelloFresh.com. This is a game changer. Uh, and the beauty of this service is they don't just help you plan meals. Uh, they actually provide the ingredients and the recipes for the meals, and then you prepare them so the grocery shopping is done by HelloFresh with the right amount of ingredients you need for the meals that you pick. And you can pick from a, a, a vast variety of meals that their chefs have prepared, uh, and there's all kinds of ways this can work for you, but most importantly, you get um, delicious meals. Uh, you're, you're not wasting, uh, and you're saving yourself money, and you're sitting the family down for uh, delicious meals on the run. Uh, or if you have the time, uh, you can get some of those that take a little bit longer, but the most, the most of them take is 20 to 30 minutes. So hellofresh.com, the code Bubba right now, you can get up to 14 meals for free and free shipping. So use the promo code Bubba when you go to hellofresh.com and change the way that you do meal prepping every week and save yourself some money at the same time. The link at rickandbubba.com under the sponsor button. All right, there you go. Uh, so Greg Sankey is still with us, and we've got a few things we need to cover yeah, with him. Commissioner, we're, we're limited here on time, but we want to hit a few other things. First, congratulations on the 10-year deal you negotiated with Disney slash ABC slash ESPN for the SEC, and you did such a good job on that. Would you consider handling Rick and my contract? Uh, you know, we're, we're unemployed at the end of the year. Yeah, we need and, you. I think, I think having listened to your podcast, you should have Todd Jones represent you. <laughs> oh, payback. So you you were telling us a story in the break, and, and Bubba said you, you guys had talked about this. You actually said you told me this story one yeah. time about, what, 15, 16 years ago uh, uh, concerning uh, Coach Bill Burgess, Greg and I, our dad, because you came in and were helping with the South Southland Conference, right, as Jacksonville yeah. State had just moved to 1AA out of Division Two after winning the national championship, and, and you told us a, a funny story about that. Yeah, so 96, um, the commissioner of the Southland Conference left, went to work for the Big 12. I'm the associate commissioner. I'm interim. I'm 31 years old. I don't know what the future is going to look like. We had a meeting in New Orleans, and we had our ADs, our football coaches, our presidents were there, and they met at different times. And, like, I'm in charge, but I'm, like, temporary help at that point. And they're trying to figure out how to do a search for the next commissioner. And I went through, I don't know what the agenda item was, and, and your dad stops the meeting and says, hey, look, I, I know nobody cares what a football coach is think, but why don't you just hire this guy as your commissioner and get let him go to work? And point it at who. <laughs> you know, again, I'm 31 years old. I knew I had a chance, but I think we miss moments in life to, to, to like breathe into somebody else. And that was somebody who saw something in me. I probably didn't see it myself. I was just trying to, to do a job. I was, I was hopeful. So I stopped Rick in the Apple store. I don't know. It was like 10 or 15 years ago. He's got no idea who I am. And it's probably one of those awkward moments that happens when, when you're a public figure where somebody's telling your story and you're, and you're very nice. 
but that was me trying to say thank you to uh, to Bill Burgess for what he did. I, I don't, I'm not sure he has email, so I can't send him an email. No, he doesn't you know, have email. No, <laughs> he doesn't believe. I, yeah, I was pretty sure of that. Well, he he's was still swapping. He still got GA swapping videotape in an Exxon station. <laughs> That's right. You're right, but you know he always had a knack for seeing something and people that a lot of times that you didn't know you had yourself. So. I'm not surprised that he saw your future without you even realizing it. Yeah. So that's a cool story. It really is. And Commissioner, a, a lot of folks out there, they're, you know, the, the numbers with COVID there are trending go. in the wrong direction. There's a lot of concern. There's a lot of excitement that we're going to play football and have fans back in and band and cheerleaders and everything that goes with it. A lot of people are worried that this is going to get shut down again. What what can you tell them about that, or what are those possibilities, or how are we going to deal with this if it continues to go in the wrong direction? I'm concerned as well. I, I share those concerns, and I start with our, our football team. We've spent now almost a year and a half working with a team of doctors and sports medicine specialists, developing, really creating, adjusting, fine-tuning protocols to keep our teams as healthy as possible. And you've heard we have teams that are essentially 100% vaccination rate within their team unit, that's staff and and players. That's sometimes a couple hundred people. Our athletics department vaccination rates are well above anything in the public domain. And and we need to follow that lead. We've, we've sought information. We've, we've ignored like the TV doctors. I don't care what network and gone to people who are like on the front lines of research and of treating this virus to ask for information. We had an athletics director's meeting I referenced, brought in one of our doctors, Katie O'Neill, who's uh, out of Baton Rouge, who's just a phenomenal person, frontline person, talked to one of our football teams, and boom, their vaccination rate went from like 50% to 90% within the allotted time for the the double vaccination to take hold. Uh, and, And that's the kind of education we need. And the public asked me last year, are we going to play football? Well, you know what? It's now in their hands. I understand all the politics that play out. And I said it in media days in my speech, you know, COVID-19 is not a political football. Vaccination is not a political football. Go educate yourself. If you read my social media, it's just like tomfoolery about this discussion. Hey, nothing's perfect. Can we just admit that? Nothing is perfect. What is the best set of circumstances for this society to be as healthy as possible. Because when the society is healthy, we're going to play football uninterrupted. If we have this trend continue upward, that diminishes the opportunity not to have disruption. And I'll just speak from my chair. I'm really proud of what we accomplished last year. You know, we had nine national championship teams out of this league. If you watch the Olympics, my goodness, we had almost 90 medals won. That doesn't happen if we don't try. But I can't guarantee anything. And going through last football season, I'm just going to tell you it was miserable. Mike Leach said it once. It wasn't any fun. We took the joy out of it. We need the joy back someplace in our existence. And and we can do that. But people have to move beyond their biases, their anger, their frustration, and access the opportunities to be healthy. And you know what? I believe the vaccine's part of that. So, uh, so, and that's you were very decisive last year, which I think was was good because the the conferences that were indecisive, uh, it really came across even more chaotic. But you're right; even making those hard decisions and uh, apparently making some good decisions doesn't mean it still wasn't 
a very difficult, miserable experience. Uh, but it was no, it was. I didn't know where you were going to go. You said you, you, just, you were decisive, which was I was hoping it was like at least medium or good. So no, yeah. no, you were. I mean, well, you knew, you said, "Hey, we're going to play." Yeah. The SEC yeah. got out there and said, "We're going to play." And we're going to work out a plan to do so, and that's what I mean. I thought that was good that you were decisive, and and here's what we're going to do, and now we're working out on how we're going to do it. And it sounds like you're kind of saying the same thing about this season. We're going to do it, but yeah. but we got to work out a plan based on we can't we can't plan on things we don't know yet. So there, but everybody's got a plan it, to do it. Yeah, it's and and you know, hope's not a plan. It's like you know, the Old Testament book of Ecclesiastes should be written as part of a pandemic learning that you know what, there ain't anything that's guaranteed. You may think that here's your plan, yeah, and, and it can fall apart, and you had better be prepared for that. And we have prepared and planned as best we can, but we we can manage through a COVID environment, but we don't have control of COVID nineteen, and we have to be honest about that, and we all do. But I'll go back to kind of my Mike Leach reference. I think he was right. We took the joy out, but not me, right. not like our coaches. The reality that we need a little bit of happiness back in our life. But I think what happens in two weeks in Knoxville, Tennessee, when we kick them off the season. Mm-mm. Radio's dream team. Rick Burgess. Bill Bubba Bussey. Calvin Speedy Wilburn, The Real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, and Eddie Van Adler. Six minutes past the hour from the broadcast plaza and teleport. You got the Rick and Bubba show. We got them on my knees again. Gotta beg you, please, again. I need you. Well, as you heard, the gang uh, is all here. And uh, now, if you missed last hour, this is that weird thing we do where we have to go back and assess and try to protect ourselves for, you know, one of the things we said is kind of our shortcomings, and that's our belief that we connect with people uh, to a level that is not realistic. And uh, so SEC Commissioner uh, Greg Sankey was with us uh, last hour and gave us uh, two good segments. Uh, unfortunately, uh, Greg couldn't hear the hard break, um, and I, I, I was trying to find a place to cut that off. But – uh, he was answering our questions and uh, being re- very forthcoming. That was a great time. Yeah. I enjoyed getting to talk with him. He's, uh, you know, he makes so many decisions about things that we we love being sports fans. Yeah, and that was good to to finally get to talk to him a little bit about it. Where are we at on Sankey? Did, 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 did I love every it single thing about that. I even wrote down that book that he's reading, Art of Possibility. Sure. You don't think I wrote that down? Oh, and that sure. story about your dad. Oh wow! You don't think that speaks to me? I love that story. Yeah, and he yeah. Uh, and he's asking me. You know, when he said that he approached me about that story about fifteen years ago in the Apple Store. Yeah. And he said, I know things like that are awkward. And I thought to myself, every time I'm in the Apple Store, it's awkward. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking the same If thing. I'm in the Apple Store, I'm in an awkward position. <laughs> yeah, you are. I, I am living in an awkward environment. I am I am not, I'm we, not like these people. As yeah. we like to say, that ain't your bunch, Rick. That's not yeah. my bunch. So, uh, but that is and, that kind of story is really cool. Hint it around. Much like just John. Yeah, I, right. I, something else I picked. I've always liked him. From, from an SEC commissioner standpoint. But we got to know him a little better right there. And, of course, we all think we're buddies with him now. And Why do we always do I know. That? <laughs> and, but I will say this. Just, I mean, 
he hinted around he listens to the podcast. I mean, he's the one that brought the Todd Jones thing, not yeah. us. I mean, he he didn't hear that from somebody else. He's yeah. out there listening to well, our he, podcast. He says that he's a big runner, you know, kind of like Bubba and me. And he uh, <laughs> yeah. he said Just that, like that he said I get my four steps in a day. Yeah, he was in the. Uh, he said when he was running, he said this this is my rotation course. No no surprise, the rise and fall of Mars Hill. But sure. but he said that he uh, he rotates different podcasts and that the Rick and Bubba University podcast and our archives are things he listens yeah. to. And uh, and then he they did the Todd Jones quote, which that shows he really I mean. did. So uh, so that was good. But again, you know, stupid me. After we talked like that, you know, he, it was. I feel like I've connected, yeah. and that we're friends now. Mm-hmm. And uh, when, especially if you throw out things that you were a Briarwood High School band parent, yes, you when know, they that would come out right here out by here. the studio. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, that's that's interesting. But I, I, I that. but can't you so see Dad doing what he's talking about? Because I'll tell you something. Let me tell you about Bill Burgess. If he goes all in with you, like he did Greg Sankey, then you 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 don't have a bigger advocate, and yeah. and may no one come against you. But if Dad turns against you, and he's not <laughs> just as passionate, he, he's not in your camp. There's no getting out of it. Oh. I, I mean, I mean, trying to trying to get out of his neg his I'm against you camp. Yeah, is uh, is as hard as he is loyal to you. Yeah, you know yeah. now. Now, if he gets loyal to you, oh, he's, he's but, locked. And, and the famous example is he's still looking for the kid that stole his bike in fifth grade. That is yeah. correct. Yeah. He's still mad at him. Yeah. yeah, that's the quote from one of his cousins. So, uh, so, yeah. he, so he can go either way. Mm. But he, but it's cool that he said that. that yeah. was, I, and yeah. I can so see him say, oh, "Don't yeah. nobody care what no football coach saw." But I think he's all right, guy, right there. <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was it. So I, I thought I, we wanted to do the NIL thing. We didn't get into that. Uh, he we asked, asked him about that in the break. He wanted to talk about it or was 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 fine with talking about it. He just made a joke that we've been living an NIL deal for twenty seven years. He was he was <laughs> impressed with the NIL deal that the show has come up with. Yeah. And, and we we have uh, at least one Southeastern Conference athlete. We do. Yeah, You're Mississippi right. State high jumper. That's that mm-hmm. is correct. Who was going to expose the show to tens of people? Yeah. Did yeah, we yeah, did we ever right. get our backup punter? Didn't his paperwork? Yeah. Come yeah. In? Yeah. We got it. It's it's not. It didn't come back exactly the way I wanted it, but considering it's probably the way a backup punter would send it. Right. If you, uh, it's a crooked picture of the signature page only. Right. <laughs> That's hilarious. So the ones that the paperwork uh, that they're done on, just go to people at rickandbubba.com, and the drop-down menu has our yeah. NIL. We'll, we'll get some more of those up as uh, as those come in. And uh, we've got several that are, that are kind of interesting, and I, I hope we get to interview each and every one of them because it's some very interesting stories. All right, so we, we we had Jim out of Estavia, and Jim is is he's been he wants to honor his parents today, and this number that he's got is is really big. Mm. Uh, Jim, thanks for your patience, buddy. Welcome to Rick and Bubba. How are you? Hey, I appreciate it. This is the first time calling. I, I want to tell you I really do appreciate y'all staying for Jesus Christ. It's the ringer today, and I appreciate that. Thank you. Nothing else really no, going to matter, is it? Yeah, I wanted to pay tribute. This is my in-laws, my wife's parents, but. Uh, they're from Auburn, Alabama. They're 92 and 91, and they're celebrating their 70th wedding anniversary today. 70 years mm. being married. 70 years. Wow. Wow. I mean, that that is a big, big yeah, name. That's a big one. What's what's their yeah, names? Uh, Jim, Jim, what's their name? Uh, Jim, Jim and Virginia Taylor. Jim and Virginia Taylor? Taylor. 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 Okay. Yeah, and Bob, Bob, uh, to put this in perspective, you know, you said that you and Betty have been married for 32 years, which yeah. is fantastic. But that's not even halfway there. I know. Wow. I know. I was sitting here thinking the same thing myself, and I thought, wow. wow. That is – I mean, you, you can't even describe your feeling no, no, when you no, hear no, that. No. You know, I just hope I make it to 70. <laughs> you know, I mean, <laughs> yeah, much less married that long. What? Two, happy, happy 
happy anniversary, baby. I got you on my mind. So 70 years, what a man, that's incredible. And uh, I, I'm, I'm even thinking to myself, do our wives even want to be married to us for 70 years? Yeah, that's a good question. That's a big number. That's a that's big number. Yeah. I did my deal yesterday. I had to go get my, my eyes checked yesterday because, you know, I lost my glasses. And I wish you I wish you would have seen seen their faces. They said, all right, so let's go out here and get you some glasses. I said, I'm not allowed to. And they said, what are you talking about? I said, that, my wife said, I'm not allowed to pick up my own glasses this time. <laughs> and uh, they said, why? And I said, well, she said that I picked out some that were too geeky or too old last time. And they and, and they just started laughing. And I said, so today, Sherry's taking me to pick up glasses. That's owned me. And right I told there. her, I, I said, look, we can't go to the point where you're trying to go. And this is the thing that, you know how, you know, women use this word all the time about how they talk to each other about their styles and their shoes. And, and Sherry wears glasses and about her glasses. She goes, what well, do you think? My glasses are, are too hip for my age. And I said, I said, no, I, I don't think that. And she goes, well, we'll just get you something cute like mine. I said, cute. Yeah, I cute. want you with some cute. That'll, that'll go you over well. You don't think my glasses are cute? Well, yeah, baby, but you're you're like a, a very petite, uh, blue-eyed, blue blue-eyed, blonde-haired little woman. I mean, yeah, that's, I, the, that's the difference. Yeah, I, I look like I look like the kind of person like that people try to, if they don't know me, they won't even come near me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It, it, this is different. You, yeah. you're, you're, you're out there, you know, look at your little cute self. There's nothing cute about me. <laughs> and, uh, nothing. And uh, so I said, I don't want choose. I don't mean that for you, but something that's just a little... Just not quite. It, it get some of John Lennon. You ready for this one? <laughs> the last ones you got, like you just gave up. I, 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 <laughs> she said that, yeah, like, like you're just a fish. So you didn't like those round ones I sent you with the bar over the top? I and love all that? those. I think yeah. that was hip to I, the groove, I, don't I like you? That. I, may, Listen, I may get the band back together with those. <laughs> Rick, the whole family. I, when I first went to glasses, and it's been you know not that long ago, I picked a pair just because I think they were the either a complimentary pair. Yeah. I don't remember. Right. But they said I like the BTK killer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And they love that. So Lisa did actually pick my, my last pair. Well, so know, I, will, I will admit that. There's you two won't wear people. Them. I wear them when I drive and go there, to the movies. There's two people that I have to be sure I've made happy when I have a selection like that. One is Betty. You're right. And two is Greg. That's exactly right. <laughs> and that's tough to land those two yeah, places. Yeah, because if I get both of those covered, I really, nobody's going to criticize me. <laughs> right. Yeah, the... I, my first ones weren't a great choice, and then my next ones weren't. I did a little better, but then they called me Gus Miles on, right? <laughs> and which you're not horrible. It's better than BTK Killer. Yeah. So Lisa picked these last ones. Up. So I, so here comes, and y'all can guess this. This comes from you know some of our favorite worship leaders because mm-hmm. you know, they they want to stay hip to the group. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I looked at your glasses video because we posted the the segment yesterday. Your glasses that you had before, I think, were appropriate, but I support you going hipper if you want. Oh, by the way. I have an extra white belt if you want one. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Test night. So here we go. Yeah. Start. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> I like him speedy hat the other day that locked around his head. Yeah, I did too. Yeah. Those were nice. those. They had a little magnet. Yeah. Hang on the head. I haven't seen them since. We'll be back. Your yeah. phone calls are next. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. And we need to apologize to some folks, I think. Yeah, yeah. If it gets too bad, just pull the fire alarm and run. Yeah, I, I know. We have people outside that are driven as far away as from Ohio and Virginia. And I'm and afraid just John's drilling them down. Bubba, yeah. Rick and Bubba. Twenty-one minutes uh, past the hour. Well, I say that. I probably. Uh, 21 minutes past. 866. We be big is the number. 
And we thank you for being with us. Then we'll get to some of your phone calls coming up. So we. So do you, you think our interview with the commissioner went well? Yeah, I think it did. I think it went real well. I think we're uh, buddies now. But, I mean, we got a situation outside this studio yeah. that we got to address. So we've got people that have driven in a bus, and I mm-hmm. want to emphasize that, in a bus, mm-hmm. all the way from Ohio. Mm-hmm. I want to see that bus before y'all leave, by the way. And then we have people who have driven all the way from Virginia. Mm-hmm. And they came here, and they've probably been looking forward to this for weeks and weeks on end. Right. Uh, first of all, we shut down the golden ticket seat, so they can't come in. Right, so that, I'm sorry that, about that. that that's, that's your first disappointment. And then when they get here, we haven't seen just John in months. And um, he picks today of all days to come and stand and hold court. with these people that have driven so far. And, 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 and he, I don't think John has stopped talking to them <laughs> Since he arrived on the scene, mm-hmm. and uh, and I'm sure the topics have just been still uh, going invigorating, uh, and uh, th- just swat yeah, him yeah, out of the way yeah, if he's bothered. Yeah, so you know, it John is uh, a lot of you know a little bit of John goes a long way, <laughs> and uh, so if y'all if y'all if the expiration date is kind of hit <laughs> on your visit with John, you can just let him know. <laughs> he's he's. Uh, He's, I, John, just from if, me watching. If you feel like you should get in your camper and speed away right. at a high speed, right, right. you've got to that point. Right. If y'all want to strap him to that back part <laughs> of the uh, next of, to the of bicycles, bus, next, next to the bicycles, and maybe leave him out at Oak Mountain. <laughs> but, uh, the, uh, the, so just. You know, it's uh, if, if if y'all've got all you need there, uh, yeah, just, just just wave or something. Yeah, Let us know. Yeah, okay. no mas. Yeah, they, yeah. He understands no mas. He speaks fluent Spanish. Yeah. And, uh, so, it's, John, it's good to see you, buddy, and uh, enjoy the rest of your day. And that's uh, yeah. maybe, maybe let them have this last forty five minutes to themselves. <laughs> yeah, just uh, <laughs> well, somebody's got a mask and gloves on. He sure is up in their grill. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's uh, they, let me. Yeah, they, and, and all of them, by the John, way, John. Yeah, yeah they, they, John is good. I'm just trying to help you. I'm yeah, just, just trying to just be ease up. A little I'm bit. trying to be a good, the break. I'm trying to be a good host to them, and <laughs> and just like I said to the tattoo community, John, I'll say to you, less is more. Uh, oh, there goes the mask. He is laughing. Okay, that's good. <laughs> Be careful, they've all had it. <laughs> I, I saw John, I saw one of them coughing a minute yeah, ago. Well, well, be careful. Just, yeah, a, watch out there, John. Mm-hmm. So uh all right. All right. <laughs> well, God, that helps us a little bit. They're smiling. God love them. Yeah. God love their hearts. Patience right. of Job out there. All right. At least the couple from Virginia is going somewhere else. Mm-hmm. They gotta get to Huntsville. Okay. For a, a, okay. a conference. Right. The t- the the couple from Ohio came all the way here just for us. Right. But they and do have a camper they can go high. They do. They, they do. A really cool one too. And who sent the candy in here just a minute ago? Yeah. That was See, well see, played. All of our shutdown of golden ticket seats, all of our distance, all of our all of our sheer terror of trying to minimize the people that we come in contact with. But if you bring candy, we'll we'll bring it in here and then we'll put it in our mouth. Yeah. Oh, right, yeah. See? Right. yeah, it doesn't that, matter. That so. piece of chocolate could be hey, Rick, it could be drenched with COVID nineteen and I'm gonna give it a shot. You know, I'm I'm gonna roll the dice. I like to see you taste it right now. Well, it's got caramel in it, so I won't be able to talk the rest of the segment. I'll be chewing like Gus the Mule. All right. <laughs> I'm going to hit it in the break. All right. Timmy is calling. Out of hey, my- Timmy. Hey, Timmy. How you doing, buddy? Timmy. Hey, Timmy. I'm good. I just wanted to. I felt convicted about it, so I figured I need to apologize hmm. for taking Mr. Burgess's bike. But it did lead to me discovering my true self. And I just cruised on a little bike over to the soccer field, gave the bike to the recycling bin, and there I went. And now I'm living happily as camera. 
is that Timmy? Was it? It was name? Timmy. Now she's leaving as Tammy. Oh, In other words, she, okay. she covered soccer. the whole series got, of things I that happened it. after the bicycle. I got yeah. it. I, I got it, Timmy. That was very good, Timmy. Very I'm good. just lay, hey, put them I'm, together. I'm you you that's like that, that's well done right Thank there. Uh, I had that candy here, and I was really fired up to pay attention. <laughs> Bobby and Trustful, <laughs> listen to ZZK. Bobby, go ahead. Uh, Rick, I want to get Rick and Speedy and Helms' opinion on this, Greg, too. Am I the only one that noticed that Bubba was just giddy talking to Greg Snake? Oh, yeah. He was like a sixth grader talking to his crush. He was. <laughs> well, I, I thought I was just asking questions right. that you guys wanted to hear. Right. That's all. Just giggling at every little comment he made. It was remotely was funny. Giggling? He ain't, hadn't acted that way since Dr. Burks was on. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that? Greg loves the scar. <laughs> That is good. I, I didn't, you know. I think you were excited to talk to him. I mean, but I wouldn't call you drawback like a flip. No, I think it was Speedy laughing while I was asking questions. Well, yeah. Don't blame that on me. Yeah. Now I can't Rick, help I, you're funny. The only person that would have got him more fired up lately uh, is Britney Spears. <laughs> <laughs> He's been giving us updates every day. Thank you. <laughs> Give him some more chocolate. Uh, well, I, Greg, you know I, I messed up and I said something to Greg, and you know he won't keep anything private. Uh, no, no, you know, he won't. He won't keep anything. No, private. man, he loves it. If he I gets... made one comment about Doctor Burke, and he he just will not let me live it down. <laughs> You're right, at Mama June. <laughs> now that one is totally wrong. <laughs> I told Greg one time that I thought Doctor Burke was kind of hot in a librarian way. <laughs> you like scarves. And then when y'all interviewed her, she was like, Bubba asked some questions. That's a really good question. And she went on and on. And that, just, that just pushed him questions. over. That pushed him right over the mountain. Oh, yeah. Well, you didn't go attractive. You went hot, huh? In a librarian. <laughs> Gosh, that's good. I just hurt my neck. Uh, let's go to uh, James. Greg just took it and run with James it. in Missouri. Well, James, go ahead, buddy. <laughs> hey, how y'all doing? I hope y'all been to the library. Like good, that. James. Go ahead. Hey, so uh, you needing to get new glasses today? Is that is that what I hear? Well, I, 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 from what I've from what I've heard, uh, my wife said she's going to take the prescription and take me somewhere and, and try to help me pick out some new glasses today that she says are hipper than the ones I had before. Mm. I can't wait yeah. to well, see what she. Gets. My, my wife, she went and got her eyes checked not too long ago. Went to an eyeglass place, came home with like a six hundred dollar pair of frames, mm-hmm. and I think I didn't say nothing, but I'm thinking, good lord, woman, you know. And then she says, hey, I heard about this website, zenny.com, that you need to check out because I was also needing new glasses. What was so it? I get on there, Careful. and I, Zenny, Z-E-N-N-I, Zenny Optical. Yeah. Okay. And uh, anyway, I got me progressive lenses, and, uh, man, I was shipping and everything. It was just a little over $100. How right. they look? So, Oh, they look great. They even got a deal where you, you basically take a photo of your, your face. Deal. I've heard you about this. You can basically yeah. virtually try on all these different pairs. I heard of about this. To get an idea mm. No way I'm going to put like. that effort in, but, no, I, how about this? But, you, but I, I have heard about this. <laughs> James, how, uh, how, Send how, us soon, a picture, how James. soon did your wife lose her frames? <laughs> oh, no. She still got them. <laughs> yeah, if I paid $600, or, or I would sit on them in two days. Bubba, I would attach no those chains to the end of them. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Now, like, if I get free glasses like at Pizza Hut, I kept those for three years. I know. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Couldn't, couldn't get rid of them. Threw them away. Somebody brought them back to I me. think he needs to send us a picture of himself and his new glasses. Let us I, do, I like to see it. I want to see what it's like. Y'all have to admit, these glasses I had, I kept them for two years. Yeah. yeah that's pretty that wasn't bad.
Now they a little scuffed up. Yeah, Mine are bent. Yeah. Yeah. I sit on them, then bend them back the other way, and then they're real loose. I've noticed with glasses, you almost need to wear them all the time or never wear them. I know. Not a good that back and forth. No. I'm thinking about doing what Bubba's talking about. I may get some of those that turn into sunglasses in the sun. Oh, you just keep them on all the time. Yeah. I got a friend of mine that has the sunglasses with the reader in the bottom, but he has to wear them inside, so everybody thinks he's trying to be cool. Uh, right. Yeah. Is he cool? Oh, yeah, he's real cool. He's a bus driver. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio! Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. 35 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. We record another episode of Rick and Bubba University, the podcast today. Brad Ryan will be our guest from Three on the String and the creator of this song, Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. And then we'll talk to him about his history with the show and a couple of music factoids today I think you're going to like. Relief Factor and the Rick and Bubba show have uh, been partnering for many years now. Uh, go to relieffactor.com, get a three-week supply uh, for only $19.95. This is a 100% drug-free supplement that helps the body lower or eliminate pain uh, because these uh, botanicals all have a, the, the natural uh, capability uh, and uh, they, they, to help with the body's natural inflammatory response. So in three weeks, you'll know whether it's helping you or not. So in 1995 covers that. Um, the majority of people that order this always say, you know, they come back and say, man, thank the emails we've gotten. For many, this has been the answer to their problems. And the beautiful thing is it was the answer inside a natural supplement. So that is really cool. So relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com, 1995 for the quick start pack and put relief factor to work for you. I take it twice a day, every day, three times if I've got something that's, that's bothering me or I've injured something, you know, trying to be sharp or do a little better. Um, so you can get yours today as well. Uh, to the phones we go, Keith is at Walt Disney World. Now, can you imagine mm, being, oh, being at Walt Disney World right now? Keith, welcome to Rick and Bubba. How yes, are you? Sir. Hey, buddy. Good, good. So, well, hey, uh, the capacity here was supposed to be 93%, but a lot of people's canceled their vacation, so it's only 63%, and it's a great time. Yeah, uh, that would be nice. Listen, this, this, yeah, I mean, other than the fact that it's 1,000 degrees in central Florida, <laughs> can I tell you this? Going to Disney World. More bugs World, than they are stars. You know, if you, you move in during this pandemic uh, scare, and before you know it, I mean, you don't even need a fast pass. I, I bet, I bet, <laughs> I've never been to Disney World when you have that kind of freedom. How's it feel? Oh, it's incredible, man. You don't have to wait. And, and well, most of the time you want to be in the room where the AC is. Right, right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, it's fun. But uh, but by the way, we're down here because it's mine and my wife's fifteenth wedding anniversary, and she is just peachy keen. She's what? Peachy keen. Peachy keen. Okay. And what? What's your wife's name? Bonnie. Bonnie. Here we go. One, two. Happy anniversary, baby. I got you on my my mind. Happy anniversary to Keith and Bonnie. Mm, no. Today is surprise <laughs> day. Mickey. <laughs> but you know what? I mean, I, I I don't like a pandemic. None of us do. But to, no. to get the crowds down at Disney World. I mean, for just a minute, it made me think, what does the line look like at Six Flags today? I bet I bet it's low. I, I bet it's not very long. Um, if you want to go to a theme park, if it's open, now's the time to do it. Uh, the um, It was not that way. Uh, Big Love went to visit his buddy in Cincinnati over the break during the time that Everybody thought it was over. 
<clears throat> he said, "Let me tell you when you don't go back. Don't go to a, a theme park when everybody thinks it's it's free and clear." Yeah, and mm. they're coming out of their shell. And they've been they've been cooped up for years. He said no. they were there for four hours and rode three rides. I see. <clears throat> yeah. and, I said, and I said, "What about a, what about a fast pass?" <laughs> he said, "Well, we we didn't we weren't set up, and they ran out of." Uh, let's go to um, uh, Richard in Huntsville, one hundred point three, the River Big Ham Fest this weekend. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, Richard, go ahead. The granddaddy around here. Good morning, guys. Hey, hey buddy. Kildern. I had I had a uh, found well found out you can't have nothing this morning. What happened? What, what 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 did you think you could have? Well, this is the uh, I'm the Richard that brought the tamales, and they got me working in Huntsville now. And uh, got up here, got another rain day. Some guys stayed, some guys got sent home. So went, got oil changed, went to the house, got my fishing poles, and I was two minutes from turning into the uh, bait shop. And take a guess what happened. Flat uh, tire? Flat tire? No, I got that phone call. Oh. I need you to come on back in. Oh, oh yeah. You, you didn't, why'd you answer? Golly. <laughs> I mean, hey, you can't even have a fishing trip. You yeah. know you ought to fish in an area with no cell service. Hey, right. you, you, I tell you, Everybody you, knows that. That's why it's good we don't have cell service down here at Lake Mitchell. <laughs> <laughs> my, whole, my whole demeanor changed in an instant. Oh, man. Here, let me, let me go so ahead. sorry, buddy. Let me go ahead and play it for you. I, I, here you are. You're turning into the bait shop. Your phone rings. Yeah, about uh, thumbs it up. Man, I'm so sorry. Went ahead and had your rod. Thought you had an off day. Sure. I mean, you first. Sorry, buddy. Hey, you first mistake was thinking you could have something. <laughs> to Jarrett. first. Out of Startville, 96 1. L State. Jarrett, go ahead. Hey, guys. How y'all doing? Good. Hey, I got a quick question, and I had this conversation the other day with someone. So the Bible tells us that we're supposed to abide by man's law unless it interferes with God's law. So I threw out a scenario for him. If the mandate, the vaccine mandate, were to become, let's say, a law that we're required by law to take it, where does that fall on that in y'all's opinion? It's a great question. It, it is a good question, and I think uh, you, you would have to consider one thing. We, we live in a democracy, thank the Lord above, uh, the day and time we live it uh, that we live in that we have the right to redress our government. So while the government may have it as a mandate, we have the right to object to that, to challenge that, and and even bring lawsuit against it. I don't think that breaks the biblical mandate uh, because once it was settled, once it was adjudicated out, you might have to uh, give in to the government's wishes. I don't think taking the vaccine would go against any of God's laws the way I look at it right now. Rick, you may feel different. No, I, I think you hit it perfect. I mean, if I was living in a kingdom uh, and the king sent out all the subjects will now be vaccinated uh, and, and to go against this mandate is to be beheaded, uh, I think that's different than anyone caught praying to Jehovah, anyone caught talking about Jesus uh, that is now outlawed. I, I do not think those are the same things. Yeah, uh, if the government come out and said you have to worship an idol, then yeah. you got an issue. Well, and then there's this. You you said it. We're 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 fortunate enough that we have been given a given a constitutional republic. So, and we are guaranteed certain liberties. So we actually have a case against that. Yeah, it, it's uh, a process. You, it's not quite as cut and dried as if the king right. barks it out. But if it came down to it that it became law. 
uh, and uh, and we 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 didn't say come to a conclusion that it was an, an immoral law. Um, you know, now you might. I don't think you would be in sin to say. I believe the government has overstepped its boundaries in the government system that God placed me in. And, and let it play out. Yeah. And that may mean lawsuits. That may mean mm-hmm. challenges. That may mean public hearings. I mean, it's a process. It's, it's a little bit different now if you just want to walk it all the way out, right. so to speak. Yeah, remember what uh, what we're told. We're told to be at peace you know, with the government and to be at peace with other people as much as that is our responsibility as much as we can control. Sometimes you can't control people coming against you or trying to force things on you because uh, that you didn't have anything to do with. And, and there's times you have to stand down and accept uh, mm-hmm. what they are giving you. But, again, in our form of government, you have the right to speak up, which that's not what a lot of the citizens of the world ever had a chance to do. Uh, let's go to uh, Andrew in Hattiesburg. Andrew, welcome to Rick and Bubba. How are you? Doing all right, man. Rick, are your fat fingers in charge of the soundboard lately? Because there have been a ton of miscues. I mean, every day. Uh, it's probably the probably affiliates. The, probably when the you're affiliate. coming out of those yeah. breaks, they don't match up it perfect every time. Yeah, yeah what station are you listening to? I'm on uh, TuneIn, WZZK. Oh, well, Adler's covering your music. You know, there's a well, lot again, is it, is, if it's yeah. ZZK's feed, it's one. If it's oh, yeah. uh, the pure network feed, it's another. So it would really depend on where you're hearing it. Be specific. What do you mean by miscues? Uh, like it'll have clapping instead of, you know, coming in normally like Rick and Bubba. Instead, it'll be clapping or it'll be, you know, uh, just a random, uh, what do you call it? Uh, I don't know. Anyway, you have a random sound bite that just doesn't match up at all, not even close. Uh, you know, coming off the yeah, the, the hitting the applause uh, every every so often. Yeah, that would be on me. I don't know what you mean by by it, it's kind of it's kind of Rick's hands version of us misspeaking. Yeah, yeah, uh, I, you're gonna have some of that. You're gonna have some of that. Yeah. I, I think that if makes you, sense. I think if you look at the things that all of us control on the number of minutes and the number of hours and the number of shows we do. It's probably a very small percentage, and I believe because of our commitment to excellence, they really stand out. <laughs> that makes sense. It's just been a lot more than it used to be. I was just wondering. Uh, it could be. <laughs> it, it, could, it could be during the period of time that you are listening. Whoever's running the board is is not having a good run right now. Could be that. Uh, but uh, but things like hitting the wrong button on over here that is totally on me. Did you uh, hear Speedy's miscue earlier? Oh, did, 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 did you hear that one? Oh. <laughs> I was so confused that I came in on the tick and I said, are they doing a best of? And it took me about 15 minutes before you finally mentioned COVID. And I go, okay, it is up to date. I was so confused. Yeah. We've just learned to go about everything. We've just learned that Speedy can't have a discussion with about ticks. We've just learned that can't happen. No, I can't happen. Thank you, though. Appreciate you, Andrew. Hey, keep me in line, buddy. All right, we'll be right back. Yep. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. We're back 10 minutes Bubba, to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. 866. We be big as the number. Day without him, brother. Things you need to know. Okay, Gerardo, Missouri coming up this Saturday. Linwood Baptist Church. I look forward to seeing all the men that'll be attending there for the Man Church one day. 
Uh, we'll have all the resources uh, from themanchurch.com. Uh, looking at email right now, more churches signing up uh, literally by the day uh, into the men's discipleship strategy found at themanchurch.com. Uh, also, here's another opportunity. So uh, Man Church One Day with Rich Wingo and me, Saturday, Cape Girardeau, Linwood Baptist Church, August 27th, Parkview Baptist, Tuscumbia, Alabama, Helmsy. We'll be speaking there at their man church. They're kicking off the, the discipleship strategy there. The 27th of August, the church at Old Town, Helena, Alabama. I'll be speaking there that night. We'll also hear a really, really cool testimony uh, from professional golfer Bill DeVore. Uh, so uh, that'll be a great night. We're going to have food trucks. We're going to have some uh, some golf putting and stuff outside and some some games starting at 6 local time. Uh, and then we'll you can you can eat you can enjoy some of the hanging out and fellowship. Then we'll do the service starting at seven, and then we'll be giving you an opportunity again to go into these small groups coming out of that as well. The twenty third of August, uh, Ted Trailer will uh, be speaking at First Baptist Church Tuscaloosa. Uh, uh, he'll be uh, there doing their man church. They're doing the strategy, and this will be their gathering, and they'll give you a chance to go into some more Bible studies from our curriculum. So uh, catch Ted Trailer August twenty third. Uh, there at First Baptist Church in Tuscaloosa. Then August 29th, Rich Wingo will be at Columbus, Mississippi, First Baptist Church for their man church. And that same night, Shades Mountain Baptist Church has Dr. Robert Smith coming in to speak at their man church. So all that's out there. Uh, find them near you and, and go out and participate. And then, of course, think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get guaranteed low prices and excellent customer service at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Uh, Chris Pensacola. Standing by. Chris, how are you today, buddy? Good, guys. How about you? We're great. We're fired up and we're ready. Okay. Well, I've just now recovered from Greg now saying that uh, Field of Dreams is not a baseball movie. Right. I literally was starred. Well, I'm sorry. Truth hurts. All right. Well, I've got two for you right here, Grego. What do you think? uh, All right. What do you think Smoking the Bandit is? A Cops and Robbers movie? Or a racing movie. That is a beer movie. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, do you have another one, Chris? Yeah. What do you think Cannonball Run is? A racing movie? Uh, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I've never watched it all the way through. You've never watched Cannonball Run? Oh, Greg, I'm sorry. Greg, it is. Get it, Rick. Get it. It's I'm so one. sorry. It's a good It's To me, the comedy It's not a race movie like racing like well, stroke it, race it's like but it's like Smokey and the bandit but to me with some better comedy in it really because of the character yeah, that's just a comedy that has cars <laughs> <laughs> that's funny dean that's martin funny. and sammy davis jr as priest mm-hmm. it don't get much better than that rick so you're still saying field of dreams is not a baseball movie even though in the movie they say that the only thing that's been constant throughout the history of of our of our world has been baseball greg and you still say it's not a baseball movie? That line is in the movie. Rick, that baseball is the only I don't get me started. I'm not going to get started again. Okay, all right. Are you serious? Well, I'm just saying it says that in the movie. What the? Uh, right. And say the line again. He wasn't listening. Yeah, say it. Say it. Mom. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> say the, uh, the, that baseball has been the only thing that was constant throughout, throughout time. Baseball has been constant. But this movie wasn't about baseball being constant through time. It, it wasn't. It, or was it? It wasn't because the theme of all of the, the movie. characters it huh? showed up. Well, the science fiction movie. <laughs> Rick, let me ask you this: Does that Time line, travel. 
Does that line alone, when when they say it's always been about baseball, make it a baseball movie? No. Does that baseball movie is about like world? a baseball team or a baseball player in his career and a team and what they did. That's a baseball. Movie. To say Field of Dreams is not about baseball. I'm not saying teams. Just baseball is. I just don't know. I agree. It's That's part of the subject. We don't do this again. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's part Greg, of it's the, about a the, team the subject in the movie. Time. You know what it's about? A bunch of ghosts playing baseball. Right. Play baseball, think, playing but this ghost playing baseball. Playing or is it which his is memory? Not a baseball movie. Or is it his memory of? It's them a playing. horror movie that features uh, some ghosts playing baseball. <laughs> what movie. was it? What was it? He was told to build. Like that doesn't matter. I just, just he say was it. A, a baseball field, okay. but, <laughs> but it wasn't a baseball. It was about a guy traveling who, the country what, trying to tell people. And that what did the ghosts show up? What were they? What were they? What did they wear? They were ghosts, though. But matter. what did they wear? <laughs> what they had. And what they did they, they, they were, do? They were ghosts. They were ghosts from what sport? They did something, and they were wearing something. But that didn't make the subject. They were ghosts from the sport. Was somebody from the past? Some ghosts showing up, scaring everybody. From what sport in the past? And I'm traveling. That's what it's about. <laughs> he and his dad played what game together? Doesn't matter. It's, not a baseball movie. it's a it's a time travel slash ghost story. <laughs> did, did he and his dad fish? It wouldn't have been a fishing movie if they did. It wouldn't have been a fishing movie. What if he'd been told to build a pond? That's right. Same thing. It wouldn't have been a fishing movie if you had to travel around the country and find somebody that goes to a game. And what if James Earl Jones said the only thing that's been constant throughout history is fishing? And it really confused the whole Moonlight Graham thing confused me. I mean, I pick him up, he's a kid, and then. Now, who didn't? Yeah, but now what was it he loved, though? That ain't the point, right? (laughs) He was uh, being a doctor. Burt Burt Lancaster made a decision. He loved being a doctor. Yeah, but what was he playing? So if a kid walks up, steps across the the first base line, also he turns into an old man, that's not horrifying. Greg, let me ask you this. No matter what, let me ask you this. The movie The Ten Commandments was about what? (laughs) Greg, are you willing to say, I'm going to try to find a compromise, are you willing to say that The Field of Dreams is a baseball horror movie? Yeah, okay, I'll give you that. (laughs) Even though a a better baseball horror movie would be like about a team that had some. Understood. Uh, ghost that, that snuck in, or you right. know what I'm saying. Right, yeah. If you wanted to have a football horror movie, you'd make it about the Minnesota Vikings. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go. It always goes back there to he is. It's always it's Rick, why did you bring this back up, I, Rick? You really don't understand the caller. The caller did. I didn't bring it up. I didn't bring it up. I just. It, I, I, now I will be honest with you. That's something I've been thinking about. But I mean, it's not about, I mean, when you, uh, it's fine, Greg. I understand where you are, look, Greg. I understand. I was just, simply, Greg. I'm gonna get you out of this. I, you okay. know what I was, Greg? I was just a guy. Forty-two I, baseball I, movie. I know. I'm just a guy who said you might want to consider some things. The That's natural it. baseball movie, I, Greg. You, I've heard the list. I got Major it. League Baseball movie. Got it. Got it. Just saying. What you're saying, in order for it to be a baseball movie, the baseball players have to be alive in their current time. Yeah, that would be step one. Yeah. <laughs> This is yeah, totally. They can't be from. They can't walk out of corn, right? Either. <laughs> they can't walk out of corn. Come on, Rick. <laughs> I got they out. need to ride a bus to the game like teams do, right? And get out and get in the dugout like teams do. I got you. You don't walk. But out But what of did corn. the ghosts do? Rattle chains, <laughs> haunt people. It was a ghost Make story about ghosts who like baseball. If for the love so of the it's game, a baseball ghost movie. If for the love of the game, it had been in modern time, and all these women baseball players walked out of the corn. Not a baseball movie. It's only it's only a baseball movie because they were playing in the current time set where the movie was. They were alive and playing. Yeah, I got you. That helps, Rick. I'm just trying to figure it out. I know you have your little things. You know, I, I finally mean, figured out why you don't like medleys. It took me a while, but I, mean, I figured I it out. I mean, we're we gonna pick just a face ground up hitchhiking. <laughs> that was it. So now right. I'm in modern time, and James Earl Jones finally believes me because he saw this message, and we're gonna pick up Moonlight Graham as a teenager hitchhiking. I got it. Now that, that's not a baseball. <laughs> movie. The time travel movie. 
It's a time travel movie. I got it. I understand your logic. So, but you do think so 42 is a baseball movie? It is. It's not that, a civil rights movie? Or well, it's got that twist to it. <laughs> right. So basically that movie and say Back to the Future is the same. It really is. It's right there. Just, right there together. Just Even though they didn't baseball, play baseball. But throw a little ghost in there. There's yeah. no ghost in Back to the Future. Well, not ghost. Well, you're right. That's strictly time travel. <laughs> <laughs> so, so ghosts don't officially time travel because they're ghosts. We never really think about that. That's true. Shop the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.